haven't heard. Which you haven't heard. But I mean, it's 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 literally like I was out on a date in my daddy's car. We haven't traveled very far. And then like straight. Yes, complete with sound effects. <laughs> and and I was kidding. No, you were dead on. Like that kind of. <laughs> I, was, I, was so I think it was. 
tried. I had to try. I think you have to do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so, so I, I've always done that bit. And there was one time I was, I was dating this girl and she goes, say other things. And I was like, oh, no. I've never thought about that. Because I don't do, imp- like, I'm not a funny guy. I don't do that. So I was like, oh, okay. And so I ended up doing that voice, but being like, that's crazy. Because I say that all the time, but I did it. it I can't do it now. Yeah. It's, it's for, you know, it's for those special moments. moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, I, I'm I cuddling up and I just go. Okay. No. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jamie, cuddle up. There are there are certain <laughs> there are certain uh, impressions I can do, but only saying certain words. Right. Like I can do Michael Caine, but only the Lamborghini thing. <laughs> and that's it. And that's that's it. it. What are all those push-ups for, Master Pine? <laughs> Take it. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be better. It's better than your Irish. My name is Jamie Driscoll. And I'm Caleb Rainey. And this week, we try to open our mouths wide enough for a marching band to march out, and then we find ourselves in a dark, dark corner of a basement party. Because we listen to Death Every... <laughs> this became a spooky show. <laughs> because we listen to Death Cab for Cuties' plans and Beyonce's Dangerously in Love. Mm-hmm. And we have opinions. Oh, now, yeah. Now I'm really curious which one's which in your... Yeah, I forget because you don't listen to the albums. <laughs> uh, it's not the one you think. It's like clearly dangerously in love. It's the spooky one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Yeah, I'm yeah. Take let's this go. Away. I have to work, so I'm gonna make a disclaimer here. Uh huh. I'm gonna make a Other disclaimer. Other than you hate Italians. Other than I hate Italians. Uh, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm about to say is I don't want to have this conversation. Oh. I knew there was going to come an album that you were going to give me that I wasn't going to like. And I wasn't going to be comfortable oh, so, doing this with anyone. Yeah. 
So for the album I don't like first to be a fucking Beyonce <laughs> album, I am like three, four, five times more upset. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is why he went on the tirade about Italian. Yeah. Because he knew people would hate him more. Yeah. Right, he's like, I'm already going to be hated. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going on the record saying I don't like something Beyonce did. And I know... <laughs> I have to reshift my body position yep. here? Okay. Yep. So, I wrote this out because I, I, I like... <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a, a I stance? Have a, All right, this I have a speech here. So, okay. I've got... Right. You've got to close it now. I've got an established history of when somebody is like so beloved, so or, or, or not even just somebody, a movie, a TV show, mm. any form of media, that's just everybody loves it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's a bug or a feature, but I'm just like, can't be that great. <laughs> like you, I'm like, you don't need my voice lifting you up, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've got so much support, you've got so much love. I tend to be the contrarian in situations like that. I don't, like I said, I don't know if I, if, if that's a character fault or feature. I don't even mm. know if I like that about myself, but I've got a history. Like, when Radiohead was really big, all my friends trying to get me to Radiohead, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck it, Radiohead. I'm not going to listen to Radiohead. You go and listen to somebody else. Like, <laughs> Tool, just, uh, Justin Timberlake, when he was blowing up, like, I've got uh, movies. Move up, I didn't want to, I didn't see The Godfather until like five years ago because everyone's like, Godfather's the best movie ever. And I'm like, can't be that good. So, I, uh, or Titanic. I didn't see Titanic until like six years ago. Dang. So I've got this Thing in my brain that is a mm. block when somebody is huge I'm like I have a mental block there mm-hmm. I like Destiny's Child <laughs> I hate I that worse I had <laughs> I had writing on, I, I own the al- album writing on the wall jumping jumping say my name the prophetic bootylicious she was right mm. none of us were ready for that jelly bed <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't be for another 10 years until mm. we were properly prepared for the amount of jelly to be in that deeply room. uncoverable <laughs> Jamie saying, you ain't ready for this jelly. I love it. She said, she said, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. And we weren't. Emotion? I love their cover of emotion. Mm-hmm. I, I lo- so, so I, right, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> so, I struggled with, with my opinion. I, I, I listened uh-huh. to it, and I was like, I immediately had the inclination. I was like, I might just lie. I was like, I, I might just go on this Ooh, podcast yeah. and pretend I liked it. Yeah. And then I was like, honesty and integrity is important to me on this podcast. Yeah. This is nothing That's if we're not going to be honest. And I'm not even sure, like, this is going to be released. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> You're like, nervous. I, mean, I, I am nervous. Like, I do have, like, tension in my body. And I want I want to be clear. She's talented. Mm. She deserves all the success she has. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I'm not even calling this album bad. What I am saying is I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And a reason for that is just in my emotional state right now. Yeah. All of what she was singing. Okay. And ma- remember the scene in um, Never Ending Story where the kid's dragging the, the horse? Yeah. Imagine Crazy in Love playing over that. That's what it <laughs> felt like to listen to this album for me. I was just like... Jamie, do we need to talk about where you are? I'm <laughs> emotionally... I mean, I'm getting help. I'm getting... I'm medicated. I'm in therapy. But I'm going through some shit. I'm having a hard time right, right. now. Right. And so for it to be dangerously in love... Is the exact opposite of where I am. Far spectrum. And okay. it was right. just like... Uh, it was... This was hard. Really this was wasn't rough. landing for you. This was rough. Well, that's funny because you did say like, oh, like you're, we're talking about needing to have happy albums, and like this album isn't a sad album. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this this was this was rough. This was a rough one for me. Uh huh. And I, so uh, also, what I was hoping for is because I, I did have 
have this, you know, I balked when you, when you said what album it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'll, in the same way I did with Lauryn Hill. And then I wound up liking yeah. Lauryn Hill. I've gone yeah. back and listened to several songs on that album since then. Just It's a good, it's it's good, a album. good album. So I was actually hoping I would get it. Right. I was hoping I would understand, like, a key feature that was going to unlock yeah. the love for me. Mm-hmm. This didn't do it. Wild. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. I know. Now I understand why you wanted me to go first. Yes, this I time. did. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, that's, I'm glad that we, we got that out of the way. Uh, will you give us some background on Dangerously in Love and oh. we'll go through it? Yes, yes, yes. Unless yes. you hated it so much no, no, that you no. just don't even want to. No, I got oh, plenty of Oh, okay, okay. I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. Right. Did you just like, have a thing against black women or? Hell <laughs> <know>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're in a literal cat's. Love Halle Berry. Oh man, who didn't love Halle Berry? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think if, if I have. I don't think I do. You don't think you do have a problem with black women? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the lead, I was like, that was such a genuine yeah. moment of thinking. <laughs> All right, so we got Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter, born in Houston in 1981. She was raised Catholic and went to St. Mary's Montessori School, where she enrolled in dance class. Her dance instructor noticed she could hit high notes as uh, she was humming along. Beyonce mm-hmm. would kind of like uh, tag up on whenever she was humming along. Uh, at age seven, she sang Imagine at a talent show and won beating kids twice her age. At age eight, she and her friend Kelly Rowland would team mm-hmm. up with Latavia Robertson and form the band Girls Time, mm. uh, where they performed around Houston in different talent shows and stuff. And they stayed together and were... no. Uh, R&B producer noticed them while they were out and about, and they appeared on an episode of Star Search and did not fit. In 95, her father, Matthew Knowles, quit his job to manage the band. This reduced the family's income significantly and put a strain on their marriage, which eventually led to their separation. Mm. They were eventually signed to Grassroots Entertainment and began recording their first album in 1996. Destiny's Child released their self-titled uh, debut album in 1998 with their first major hit, No, No, No. Mm. I hadn't thought about that song in so long. Remember that song? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 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 no. When I saw, yeah, 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 yeah. I could have gone the rest of my life never thinking about that. Um, <laughs> uh, the album was well received and established them as a viable act in the industry. 99's Writings on the Wall was when they really took off and just kind of had that meteoric rise. All, the, all, you look at the track listings on, on Writings on the Wall, dope album. Am I, am I wrong? No, it's a great pop album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to make up for the fact that you don't like this album. <laughs> don't like this album. <laughs> and I wanted to like this album. Right. Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Latoya and Latoya Luke and Latavia Robertson dropped out of the band and were replaced by uh, Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams. God bless Michelle Williams. <laughs> Have you seen all those memes? Mm-mm. There's, okay, there's like this whole page of, that's dedicated to highlighting every time, like, Beyonce and Kelly hit their mark, like, strong, and it's always Michelle be like, just being slightly off, and there's just this whole meme community about Michelle always being off, but I, I it's funny, but it's also, like, it's just like, like that's bless. a little, bless, because <laughs> she has to feel it. I mean, if you're in a band with Beyonce, you know you're not Beyonce. You know you're so, not Beyonce. So to, to, to have that little inferiority complex that's just built in and then they have this And then people calling it, it out and like, mm-mm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. 
Uh, Beyonce also experienced a breakup alongside her friend's departure and fell into a depressive state uh, just before the writing of Dangerously in Love. Uh, Franklin was dismissed, quote-unquote, leaving only Knowles, Roland, and Williams. In the late 2000s, the band was put on hiatus so each member could work on their solo efforts. Unlike... <laughs> Unlike Roland and Williams, Beyonce did not rush her solo album and co-wrote most of the songs. Dang. She found working without her groupmates as, quote, liberating and therapeutic. The album was met with general praise in stark contrast to the other Destiny Child members. <laughs> uh, Dangerously in Love had five number one hits and served as a launching pad that would uh, turn Beyonce into the icon she is today. And finally, I just wrote, she's Beyonce. <laughs> she is. She's Beyonce. She's Beyonce. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts or before we get into it? Any any experiences? Or? Uh, I, no. Um, I think it's interesting that you didn't like this album when... Uh, one, I'm going to say that as many times as I can. Mm -hmm. uh, two, because I realized... As I told you, I was having trouble picking which album to mm -hmm. pick. Right? Uh, and I will probably give you another Beyonce oh, album at I some know. point. Um, but I started with this one, and I was struggling with what to give you and, and whatnot, and... And, and what was interesting here is I, I picked the one that had made the most sales. Mm -hmm. Like, that, I was like, these... And by a lot. This one is, is 8 million compared to the the runner-up, I think, is 5.5. So, like, giant difference. I'm, uh, surpri and, I'm very surprised. Yeah. And so this is a giant album uh, in, in a lot of ways. But then again, she has so many good albums. It was really hard to, to choose from. So I wasn't necessarily super confident on this track list. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, this will be the one I go with for this. I was happy when I listened to it that I recognized almost every song on the album. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do know this album. Like, I do know it rather well. Before we dig into it, I, mm -hmm. I want, you know what I respond. I, I think you and I are getting a better idea of what we respond to in music. Yeah. So knowing what I respond to and knowing this album, are you surprised? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay. So no. there's nothing inherently wrong with this album. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that I can point to and say that was bad. Yeah. What I, what I am saying is there wasn't, it, it was pop and it was surface it, level. It very much That's was. all. Very much. And it was all about, we're going to, we're going to, right. So let's yeah. start, let's start with crazy in love. Big, bold, brash start. I mean, it comes right mm -hmm. in. Bang! I mean, mm. there's no way. Mm. There's no way to not enjoy this song. It had me moving. Jay Z is once again. He is the Stanley of yeah, our podcast. He just shows he up. Just shows up. Have we had an album? He hasn't been. I Miss Education, I think, is the only one. I think he was one of the students. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, th I think it's the only one. Were they together? They were like. They're talking yeah. like that. They're so this is like because okay. some of the songs will kind of reference. They're like new. Yeah. Well, so they're, they're near they're this they're moment. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like people are know they're talking. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, so Jay Z shows up. Always a welcome addition, and it's clearly just falling madly in love. Always looking around for him. Always thinking about this person. I like the rapping. We got out of the way. With it. <laughs> yeah. I like the line. He says, uh, "Star like Ringo, uh, wavelet like a green barrette." Crazy, bring your whole set. He's doing a little, uh, little yeah. way making, making, making the rhyme fit. I also, like, I did notice that. <laughs> I like the way he said yes, sir. I like the way every time Jay Z says yes, sir. Every time he says it, yes, How sir. To, yeah, that's, that's I wanted it from. And then Thank it's you. just there's a fun pop song. Yep, a fun pop song. That is exactly how I how I felt about this. I was like, there's no way you don't know this song. The iconic like 
Classic. Um, I love the way Jay-Z said, Jay-Z in the range, crazy and deranged. Mm-hmm. They can't figure out. They like him. Hey, is he insane? Right? Like, the way he says the ain at the, at the end of each one of those lines is really fun for me. But yeah, it's it's a classic. It's a one that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think he is. It's crazy in love. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Next we got Naughty Girl. Uh, I, li- I like the nod to Donna Summer when, when she's coming in with the... <laughs> This is when I'm starting to notice Beyonce's vocals. Voice sounds mm-hmm. great. I love that booming bass and that synth strings in the background. Yeah. And then uh, uh, <clears throat> we had these sex sounds on the end of some of those some of those <laughs> words. I'm like, ah. uh-huh. Ooh, that's on record now. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I liked that it was kind of a bold owning of her own sexiness. That oh, was yeah. that was kind of like a female empowerment thing. I was, I, nice. I was like, she sings "I'm feeling sexy," and I was like, me too. Like <laughs> shit. And I said, it's a fun going out song for women in the early 2000s. You <laughs> yeah. throw this on before you're you're doing your hair and uh-huh. your nails with your best friend. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get. Wow, you're a, yeah. setting the scene here. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what this song is for. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was like, Ooh, my hips are moving. This is nice. And I, uh, is there an Asian woodwind flute thing happening? I, what is happening <laughs> sound-wise? I was a little confused, but I was like, all right. I guess we described it as Eastern influenced. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. Even though this whole album is a pop album, Beyonce does experience with different sounds, like influences mm-hmm. of different mm-hmm. sounds, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, Each track felt unique. Right. Because like musically. Musically. <laughs> 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 I, I would agree. I would understand yes um which i think leads us to this next song where we have a different feel baby boy uh, the first thing i wrote was i remember sean paul <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that, that guy that was his thing yeah. just, uh, what, 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 is that is that a jamaican accent it's a great question because it because I, I would say it's a sean paul accent <laughs> it's, it's, it's like so he, distinctly yeah it's like he had a little knob built on built into his like fucking chest it was mm. a Jamaican accent meter and he just twisted it up to 11 because it's kind of wild and I I'm gonna be honest I don't have a lot of experience with people with Jamaican accents mm. um and this is gonna sound silly but I did watch uh Luke Cage right in which one of the seasons is all like very distinctly a relationship with the Jamaicans in that in that city New York yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I could understand those characters yeah. some days like I took a, a little a little focus but i could get there i don't ever know what sean paul is saying and i and and when we were i was re-listening to this going have i never known what sean paul is saying i don't think i've ever known i don't think we, we any of us do it's it's, it's <laughs> close to unintelligible but it worked it it it, work. it's the cadence yes it's, it's like 100%. it is all flow and all no meaning um Cause like I I we look up the lyrics. I looked up the lyrics and I was like, "This is gibberish." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I a dat de gal dem need and a cry for every day without apology. Buck dem de right way dat dat of me policy. It's it is kind of and like I you know what if if it is a straight on Jamaican accent or an accent that we don't know, yeah, please tell us later because I because to me it does just sound. Like, like, it sounds like he doesn't want to be understood by yeah. the audience he knows he's making the music for. Ah, that's a little backmasking. That that's what I want to say. Um, is even if that accent is so straight on, even if that's it, you're on a Beyonce pop album, and you know 
most of us aren't going to know what you're saying yeah. unless you enunciate in a different way. So Sean Paul isn't white, for starters. I didn't say he was white. Yeah, I didn't think he was white. I didn't know this. I well, I light skinned. Yeah, I didn't know this at all. Uh, this is what it says: Sean Paul isn't white. He is of mixed ancestry, biracial, uh, which includes African, Portuguese, Jewish, and Chinese. Secondly, he is Jamaican-born, so... Okay. So it would probably it's just probably really just be... just a Jamaican accent. And it could be that he leans into it, right? I like, and, and that's that's fine, but it does make this really interesting for a song that is supposed to be accessible to the, the common American audience. He knows we don't know what he's saying. Absolutely. And <laughs> I, 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 I just... It still feels really good to say, dom de de dom de whenever you just don't know what to do. <laughs> It's something that I I just do in my apartment sometimes. I'll get really, up, I, like I'll I'll get up from like my bed and be like dom de de dom de before I go <laughs> like make my coffee and I'm like here we go. Yeah, dom, it's it's a good way to start your day. Dom de de dom de de. All right. Um. So the, uh, back to they. I lo- I like that it comes in with that hook. I mean, it it is just here to get that earworm in your brain. Are you saying? The hook is what brings you back. Oh yeah, we gotta get some blues traveling our way. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know what you're saying. I know. <laughs> um, this is very much it's fine. The beginning of a relationship. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the idea I got from this. Where it's I'm gonna fulfill your fantasies and we're yeah. in a we're in a dark dark corner of a of a basement <laughs> party. I I said that was nice imagery. The world falling away. Just just you and you and your guy, you and your girl, whatever. And then she says, "Let's conceive an angel." <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> You're not here for it. And uh, if you hear that line, how are you responding? If some, if if a, if a woman says to me, "Let's let's get out of here and go conceive an angel," I'd be like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> what?" I'd be like, "Number one, are you calling yourself some sort of deity? Because that's a turn off for me." Right? Oh, like, you're not in the okay. Nope. All right. Uh, how, how you, you got to treat you're not calling you an angel. Mm. Are you a deity? Oh, no. If, she, if, she, if no. she made it clear that that she was like, I think I think you're some sort of deity, I'd be like, oh, word, you're gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> uh, uh, so you uh, are a deity. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> I just thought I was like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, to, said an to go conceive an angel. Yeah, and then I uh, this the, the, there's that like sitar or that like what's what's that. Uh, Arabian, like, yeah, it reminded me of the pyramid, pyramid yeah. level in Mario 64. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yep. I, <laughs> I love Taylor's yeah. eyes, like, bright, like, yeah, yeah that's it. it. Have you not played Mario 64? I have, but not my favorite not, Mario not is Super Mario World, right? We can, we can like, do a podcast about that, right? So, I like, which I'm replaying right now, but um, where are you? What level? Uh, I just beat uh, World 4, mm-hmm. right? And so, I'm and I'm in the forest now oh uh, yeah. yeah mysterious forest yeah we love it anyway uh, <laughs> to the other side of the painting <laughs> <laughs> and so i've played 64 but I, it just, it's just not the okay. same for me so baby boy this is right this is a this is a a, a single right mm-hmm. this is chart on the billboard charts uh number one for nine consecutive weeks and i just it was being big and and it revisiting it now i did go how Really? How did we have a song that was on the top for nine weeks with half of it intelligible? <laughs> <laughs> like, like un, undecipherable, I should yes. say. Yes. Uh, because not intelligible. He knows what he's saying. We don't know what he's saying. Um, 
that kind of blew my mind. Like that was kind of it, but it is, it just, it, it is a pop song, right? In which if it's coming on, on the radio, you're not going to be upset that it's on mm-hmm. and you're going to be, ha- and you're going to enjoy it. And, and this came out in 2003. Yeah. And the landscape of how we take in our music has completely changed. True. It's completely changed to the fact where everything is so individualized. And I was thinking about this the other day too. How fortunate we are that I can, you and I can just sit here and think of an album to give to the other person, and then we have it. You're right. That's something. The, the access is just there. The access is something we should recognize and just be thankful for. If I'm You're right. Honest. Like it's crazy that we can just do this. But back to your point. Uh, yeah. So I think it's probably due to there being less music and less access, and when there is something that's that's a hook or a hit, they're going to keep you just play it, play that until everyone wants to pins in their ears. Uh, next, we got hip hop star. I'm sorry. Were you done? Yeah, okay. I'm good. I wrote Big Boy. <laughs> I was happy when he showed up. I like that. I like that guitar riff that in the background that's always going. Mm. And it, I thought this was very sexy. Like she was singing in my ear. It felt closer. Oh, it felt okay. like she was singing in my ear. It kind of gave me Darling Nikki vibes, like that Prince song, Darling Nikki. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that consistent electric electric guitar in the background. I liked. I feel like strippers in 2003 probably did very well to this song. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. And then I, I like the, when, when Big Boy, <laughs> when he comes in at the end, he goes, take out the, wait, take that tank top off and pull off them drawers. <laughs> Whoa! Okay! There's no little lead up. No, no, no. It's like you just kick the door down. It's like, take off your shirt and drop your pants. Let's go! <laughs> it's very direct. Uh, this one was, I think, my least favorite song on the album. Okay. So it is, it's got the sensual voice for mm-hmm. sure, right? And we've got that grungy guitar, yes. right? Like, it's like, mm, uh, and <laughs> I wrote weird alien sounds in the background. We what is there. going on? We got there. <laughs> Aliens. I didn't have one prepared this week. I'm so glad you got there. I thought it was there, and I was like, what is, what is happening here? And also, what a funny, like combo after what we were already listening to uh with baby boy i was like this is like grungier um yeah i don't know what the definition of a hip-hop such a rock star we've got the bamboos on the pants down low i don't know what bamboos are um and so i, I want to look that up if you all know let us know bamboos but bamboos i'm assuming it's a brand of shoes is my guess that's all i've got oh it said bad boots Bad boots on pants down low. It says bad boots. Bad boots. So the lyrics I looked up said <laughs> bamboo, and I was like, "What is that? I don't know." And I let it go. Um, you gotta stop looking at reallyrics.com. I guess. Um, Big boy, you can tweet us to clarify. Right, like let us know. Uh, I like for uh, Big Boy's verse uh, line in verse four where he says, first check her brain to see if she's sane." deranged or strange or crazy as hell you can never uh you never can tell these days everybody got a little rick james in their veins man <laughs> and that just is, i don't know well, i enjoyed it too what is rick james in the veins cocaine is that cocaine yeah okay. all right. yeah i'm just thinking of the Ch- Chappelle sketch it's, yeah yeah, oh, okay. yeah. All, right. It's, all right yeah drugs baby so yeah that's that's hip-hop star this be with you is the next one mm-hmm this is when it started to wear on me. <laughs> it had that, it, I like that 70s funk bass in the background. Mm-hmm. Her voice always sounds fantastic. And I can tell this is when I'm starting to get off board because I just wrote, she's in love. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I 
get it. All right, we've got well it. established. And if you're, you might be thinking the same thing. I that I'm gonna I'm gonna get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I ta- I have a mental journey, and you're gonna see it. Okay. Okay. Um. I I, I took out the lyric I popped out was "I am your woman, I belong to you." Okay, that's a different time. That's a different time. I wouldn't have land today. <laughs> and I said, uh, this should be added to the... I didn't know what was coming. And I said, add it to the Luther Vandross Award. And then... <laughs> that is yeah. perfect. But it's, it's, this seems like... Uh, it will be on slow jams. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is. I'm glad. Now, I actually love that I get you called dropout first. Because now we can just keep referencing yes. slow jams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was like, when the vocals come in and you've got the, the bass grooving in the background, I was like, we are in for some loving. Mm. Mm. Um, and let's see, uh, uh, in the bridge, we've got this like little crazy synth going. That's fun. The ending chorus, Beyonce just goes off on these vocals, like the runs and the range, baby. Like these are some of the times where she really just takes it on and goes, listen to my voice. Oh, listen yeah. to what I can do here. She's got pipes for sure. Undeniable. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's so clear. Uh, and so it's kind of like, give me whatever. And I'm just going to end up doing some fun vocal stuff mm-hmm. with it. And I think that's kind of what happens in this album. Uh, this also samples a lot of things. I don't know all of these, but I've learned this. Um, so it samples strawberry letter, uh, 23 by Shuggy Otis. Uh, I'd rather be with you by Bootsy Collins and ain't nothing I can do by Ty- Tyrone Davis. And so that's important specifically because we're going to put a pin in Shuggy Otis. Okay. Mm-hmm. A Bootsy Collins? Yeah. Sounds like a kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say, Pussy Boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we got Me, Myself, and I. And I wrote, uh-oh. <laughs> we have a turn. Uh, the line I pulled up. This is kind of uh, her shedding a man or getting away from somebody that wasn't serving her well anymore and is kind of just reclaiming her ownership not ownership just reclaiming her own individuality uh, the lyrics I pulled out were uh, foolish of me to compete when you cheat with loose women I said Lauren Hill would agree <laughs> that's very much in her conservative uh, code. oh yeah oh yeah right in there uh, the next, next one I have is I, I took a vow that from now on I'm gonna be my own best friend and I wrote yeah come through I feel like this song out of the songs might be one that right. you could relate <laughs> yes uh, oh, 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 oh so there's the next line your family told me one day I would see it on my own and I'm like yo is his family warning you yep I said, get out. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you dating someone, you go meet the family, and the family says, get away from him. Go! Run! run leave! Stop. There! Yeah. Now, right then and there. I don't care if you, you moved in together. I don't care <laughs> if, you, if you got a, a phone plan together. It doesn't matter. If somebody's family tells you to get away from their son or daughter, listen. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> and then... The best, his best friend told her to get out too. Yeah. And I said, this one's on you, Beyonce. At this point, <laughs> if you had family members saying, get away from him, and his best friend saying, get away from him, and you stayed, you fucked up, babe. Yo, yo, yo. This is a reference to Drake. Uh, if everyone tells me not to be with you and I give you a chance, who can I complain to? That, oh. that Same thing, all right? Oh. So sometimes we just make the mistake. So Drake made the mistake and Beyonce <laughs> made the mistake. I liked her vocal flourish on on the lyrics. Yeah, you, yeah, you hurt me, but I learned a lot along the way. I, 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 <laughs> yep. I don't know how to how to do it. 
she's duetting with herself with, with those ooh. Yes. I said that's Kanye's fantasy. <laughs> duetting with it. Allow myself to duet <laughs> myself. with myself. <laughs> I, was, I did say with those oohs though, I was like, this is different than our shalalas that we get in our other songs and our other music. And I was like, because she does that often. Like there are oohs in a lot of her mm-hmm. songs, right? But almost always, there's vocal work happening. Absolutely. That I really appreciate. Um, and so I'm like, fine, you're not really saying any words. <laughs> but you are showing me your vocal range, and I'm here for it. Um, I I love the beat of this song. Yeah, this... And I thought this chorus was an anthem. Like, mm. this is... I could see this being something that you, like, you go to, right? Especially uh, as a young person where you go to pop songs for, for you know home uh, this would be one where like you could really find yourself in that anthem of like me myself and i that's all i got in the end that's what i found out right mm-hmm. like there's pain but you're like and it's fine because i'm gonna be my own best friend right like that that bit um so i was like that's that's an anthem we see you uh i think that's a nod to what people find in beyonce often right is this like self-reliance even though okay she's very much in love mm-hmm. all of the time um right Can you support that claim <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, at least at this point, because yes. I, you haven't listened to Lemonade, but um, she is very much in love and yet independent in a way that's st- like still thrive, not thrives, strives to be self reliant. Okay, and there's like a lot of uh, admiration in that, right? Like we 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 admire that. Sure. So I think that's a thing that we find in Beyonce throughout her career. Um, I. I I like at the beginning, you got to trust me, Ma. And I just wanted to know, have you ever called a woman Ma that was not your mother? Ma. Yes. Like M-A? Yeah. 100%. Mm, no. I never, I never, <laughs> like, it's like a shoddy. It's like, like a anything else. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. No. no like it it kind of came off your tongue pretty pretty naturally. No. If, if, I, if I had said it, I'm sure it was in jest. Well, now I need to know, have you ever said, said shoddy? Shoddy? Shorty. Like, oh, shorty. <laughs> Damn it! Shorty, look. I uh no, sub shorty. No, I don't think I have. No. Okay. Uh, I, these are just things I want to know. Uh, <laughs> I do have a little breezy around the way though. Okay. See. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do it when prompted. <laughs> the synth at the end is subtle and sexy. I love it. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, we're here for that. Uh, and then the run in verse four when she sings strong. That specific yes. run, I was like, okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got on, on that one. Next, we have yes, no. <laughs> uh, old, I like the old record pops, it, and it sounded like old dial-up modem sounds. Yeah, uh, it was interesting. Uh, I, and I said, this song is at odds with Naughty Girl. You're giving me mixed messages here. <laughs> hey, relationships say. are different. You know, they're complicated. And it's all the song's all about consent and taking it slowly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh! She accuses him of, of bugging. <laughs> yeah. Can we define the term? What is bugging? If someone's like, yo, he was bugging, what would you imagine? Freaking out. Freaking out. But I it, would assume that, too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I know, but, <laughs> I, I, but is there a difference between freaking out and bugging? Or is it completely synonymous? I would say completely synonymous. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think we're talking time period, okay. right? Like, we're talking... 2003. Right, like, bugging might be used more often than freak out, right? Like, I think it's... And we we she, we do have a, a established history of Beyonce not tolerating a bugaboo. <laughs> 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 I 
I, the line I pulled out, you said I moved too slow, and I showed you the door. I said, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not taking shit from any man who's t- saying, you move at your own pace, girl. I, I like that positive message. That being said, I did not like this song. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get me there. All right. It was uh, just plotting. It just seemed like, uh, it just, uh, it seemed, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it, yeah, it was an interesting song. I think this album did some interesting work in, in explaining who Beyonce is to the world or, or asserting Beyonce as a person. And so uh, part of this is this album seems to be explaining herself. One, I was in love. I, these are the reasons I dropped so-and-so or like the reason that I'm not with this other person. And later we get to why I'm with Jay, Jay-Z, mm. right? Like, and, and kind of why I love Jay-Z. We get kind of both of those things happening, and I think it's an assertion of, of who she is in her being like, this is why this happened. If you want to ask, here are the answers. You can find it in my music. And so yes is one of those in which it's like, I said yes to you. Like, I said yes to all of these uh, all of these things, and then he didn't respect my now, mm-hmm. right? And and so I had to drop him. Just like I had to drop the other dude whose family told me to drop him, <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, I think that's kind of it is like giving the story. Um of that relationship and the failure of it. It was, I actually, this is one of the songs that I didn't know. Okay. Like, that I was like, oh, okay. This seems like, this seems like a skippy. This is, yeah, this is not a one it that you're not going to. Skippy do. So we got skippies and oxygen core choices. I like skippity doos. Skippity doos. I'm going to give this one a quick little skippity do. <laughs> and I, I, I would, like, I, I don't wouldn't put the song back on for any reason. Um, so it's not bad. Let's be very clear. And I also I do think it's something important to say that like she has written a song in an album where she's like banging people and really in love, right? Mm-hmm. And like naughty and like very sexually uh, positive, Char- I would say, right? And sexually charged is a good word. Um, but then we still have a yes where it's like even though I'm presenting myself as very sexual and very sexually mm-hmm. positive. My no, I say it, and it Immediate. should be respected, right? And so I, I kind of like that balance. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that one hundred percent. Obviously, yeah. but that doesn't mean oh, it doesn't I, mean I like songs. The, I like the content. But yeah, yeah. Next, we got signs. <laughs> <laughs> this was not written by Beyonce or Jay Z, and it shows. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we have this little backwards part. That, yeah, that, and I and the backwards part. I looked it up and tried to hear it. What, what, what it was yeah. saying and what I heard was I came like an Aquarius and I was like are we talking about no 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 no, 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 no. and then uh, Ooh. do you do you get to just say signs as the hook to a song <laughs> do you just get to list all, <laughs> all the, the signs, signs and be like all the I love you all signs. more on that later <laughs> oh oh Oh, so yeah, that 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 hook was very silly. Just say, just uh-huh. saying the astrological signs. That's an ABCs, and, and not yeah, and not even <laughs> make, trying to make them rhyme. And then Missy Elliott comes in and goes rewind, <laughs> yes. And then they just sing the exact same thing over again. Yeah, and that's it. That's all. And I was like, been better if it was backwards. I thought that would have been cool. I, I thought she <laughs> when it happened. She says, like, I was in love with a Sagittarius, or do you, do you have... Well, I have the exact line that we get the rewind for, <laughs> yeah. which is, hey, I wish he was a Virgo, the same sign as me, and know how to show me love, because I've been hurt by a Pisces. 
So then rewind. So then what I'm anticipating as the listener is, oh, she's gonna swap out the signs. Yeah, she's gonna swap out the two two things. No, (laughs) just a completely unnecessary. It's and it's delivered the same too. It's not like she re like she sings it in a different way. Like she just says that line again. Yeah, it's that was the most like the largest mystery of this whole album for me was why Why the the rewind. Uh, and then I realized, I think, she didn't say, I came like an Aquarius, it's got game like an Aquarius. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I see where you're at, and actually, you're not far off with what other things come later. Yes. Um, what comes directly after this, um, and what has come before. So, I, you, you know, you're not off. I like that <coughs> Beyonce thinks I'm fun. I'm a Libra. What do you guys think? I was going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Libra. So I'm a Capricorn. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> what, are some, what are some stereotypical I could, traits uh, of a Capricorn? For me that I know of, is like we're, we're stubborn but hardworking. Okay. Um, uh, a little rude. Uh, yeah. Like blunt is the word. Uh, it's like we're pretty, uh, pretty blunt. I'm a rude boy. So we're sad boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, sad, sad boys. Hashtag sad boys. <laughs> um, yeah. Or what are you? Oh, I heard Beyonce, apparently. Oh, uh, I see. Do, do, do you align yourself? Do you think Do you think you are a, a stereotypical Pisces? Do you think there's anything to that? I have no idea what the fuck any of this means. Okay, see, and so that's what was interesting <laughs> to me, is you pull this song up, and I was like, I have to admit, this is a white girl song. Ooh, this is, and it might be time-wise, right? Like, in 2003, I don't know who cared about signs, but now, here in 2021... It is white women. White women. women, uh, Someone. There are jokes about you know, uh, astrology is now the white woman's racism. Like it is just like figuring (laughs) out how to treat people based off of what their sign is. (laughs) Well, that's sweet. (laughs) It's it's a thing people say, and so like that is that is uh, what was so interesting as I'm listening to this song, going like, oh, white people are gonna love this, right? Or like, and I think I've heard it be like someone has sung this at karaoke before. And I'm pretty sure it was a white woman. Why? Because we love signs, and they're so they're so accurate all the time. It's just I will I would say that I am hardworking, blunt, and um, I don't know. I would yeah. I would say most of the things described as a Capricorn, I'm kind of I am. I know, me too. Um, when it comes to Libra, for sure. But uh, you know, what 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 are Libras? I don't. They're just like they're people pleasers. They want to make everybody happy. Like right, <laughs> yeah, which makes sense for this podcast that you were gonna lie and say you like this <laughs> album. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was. I was prepared for that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just very even-handed yeah. uh, people. And I think I think I'm a stereotypical Libra, to be honest. Uh, but what a white thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was like, okay. Um, but, I mean, Beyonce does become crossover, is crossover. That's a whole other question we have to yeah. have eventually of, like, what makes a crossover artist. Um, then let, oh, yeah, let's move, move on. The last thing I have for oh. signs is the line, I love you no matter what sign you are. Then what? Was this song? <laughs> it's, I'm gonna name every song. I'm gonna I, or every sign. I'm gonna find out a way to say a sign interacted with me, or you had a characteristic of a sign. And I love you all. That's well, it. Yeah. I mean, clearly she's fine with being hurt by a Pisces because whatever the last song was about, everyone told oh, her. Oh right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was the Pisces. That was the Pisces. That was probably the Pisces. Next we have Speechless, and this is. This is when I had my breakdown. <laughs> Please tell me more. So we got that that seventies porn guitar. Uh, <laughs> I need you to know I've never watched seventies porn. So no, would you? No, 
You never get curious and throw vintage in the search bar? No. Never? <laughs> I, I feel like vintage uh, is almost always for sure white people. And I start thinking they're racist. Like, it's just the older... I, I don't play around <laughs> with time, right? White people love to be like, back in time, <laughs> I wish I lived in this decade. That's a white people thing. Black people have never had it better than now, and it still sucks. So, like, we're, I'm not going to be like, I want another decade where this is why Bill and Ted couldn't be black. Why who? Why Bill and Ted couldn't be black? <laughs> Pink Floyd esque wailing distant guitar. I like that. I said, this is another slow jams. And then I said, I mean, what's being said here that hasn't been said before? Why does this bother me on this album and not Drake? Not Frank Ocean mm-hmm. and not Counting Crows. I was like, because all of that's about unrequited love yeah. and being in love and mm-hmm. it, like it's it's all the same subject matter. I was like, what is it about this mm. that's that's driving me kind of crazy? And I think it's because there's not much depth. Yeah, there's. I'm. I I, I think what kind of I enjoy about music is getting into this close read yeah. and, and decide deciphering things and. Good God, like in Frank Ocean, these, this character work he was doing, mm-hmm. and we're out here deciphering what Cleopatra is, right? right? You know, <laughs> and this is and this is just every single song. Most songs are just "I love you, I love you, I love you." This is how I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you like this. I'm in love with you like mm-hmm. that. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm on your ear, and we're in a basement party. I love you, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God! I've like firmly established Beyonce. Please, yeah. please, yeah. And that's that's all I had for that. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. That is, I do think this album and a lot of a lot of the songs lack depth for sure. And so for us and for this specific podcast, I think it sets it up, it sets itself up for failure uh, in that way because we do close reads, right? right? Like because that's what we're doing. Um, because and when, we're, when we've talked about years and how the, how music is is given, right? Is you probably weren't getting the album and even doing a close listen, you were popping it in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Or you were popping it in your, your CD players, your walk-in or whatever the hell you're, you're doing in 2003. And so it's not looking up lyrics online, no. right? No. You weren't right. And so to have that depth is, is trickier not to say people weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. We've listened to that. Um, but I do think, I do think keeping it service level makes it really accessible. Absolutely. Um, and we found songs on other albums that we've listened to in which, it seems really shallow or like this is better to listen to not with the depth. Right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's it. it, it this song I, I wrote, Oh, it's sexy sex time. <laughs> it is. We are going in. There's a breathy speechless. Like, uh-huh. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, this song is six minutes. I felt everyone. It took its time. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would say, this is a great song to throw on your making love playlist and that you play in the background when you're trying to, you know, set up things are happening. Great for that. Because you don't listen to the words right. when that's happening. We do need to set up a slow jams playlist. Yeah. Off of the albums that we've listened to. Yes. That's a good thing. Yes. Uh, you're right. And it's got to be called slow jams. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's all I have on speechless too. Yep. And next is <laughs> how you like it. I said it, it's got a, a classic early 2000 drum beat. I didn't know how to put it. Put it just a r- real standard poppy, yeah, listenable thing. Uh, so she wants her man to be wearing a do rag, Nike Airs, uh-huh. a white T-shirt, and Timberland boots. 
<laughs> you, I can do I can do one or the other. I can do half and half, but you got to be more clear, Beyonce. No, no, you got to switch it up. So it's like you wear Tim's for one thing, you wear Nike's for another. Depends on the uh, event, you know. Okay. But it's one or the other. He's not in anything else. He's not wearing chacos or something, you know. What are chacos? Uh, white women sandals. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So I'm just thinking about Destiny's Child now. Yes. You got bills, bills, bills. Uh huh. Where you want somebody to provide for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was the the one that came after that? That was once like a hard hard guy. Donald Glover has a, a joke about it. How you can't have it both ways. Oh. Oh. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then this have it both ways. Yeah. Women. Women. <laughs> I hate that. No. Tweet me. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, you're, you're really happy I'm, you have a Twitter now, I'm don't you? I'm stepping in it today, <laughs> folks. Um, I like the line, leave the block on a bike, come back, come, <laughs> come back with a Porsche. Yeah. Every album, we gotta have the cars of status. I knew, I knew it. I knew we were gonna. Yep. And the last thing I, I said is I'm actually unclear on how she likes it. <laughs> we don't really have a big I, I don't have a good idea it's kind of out there you get you it you can see okay and what I what I want what I, what I want to get across again is we come at this wanting to like the album oh absolutely that's the energy absolutely so I was so this whole time I'm 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 rallying I'm yeah. trying yeah and right around here is when I gave up when you go alright and I was like I, I was like I, I don't want to I did try to like it I was like, okay. I, I, I did. I was like, I feel like I did my job and forcing something I don't think is correct or honest. Right. So I, at this point, I, at this point, I'm getting through the album. I hear you. I hear you, Sam. <laughs> I gotta go. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. So you named the things that she likes, but I also thought it was important to know. I was really happy that she put in, I like your honesty, integrity, it levels me, so please don't ever change. I was like, that's like character. Like, that is nice. I like that she mentioned that as well. As opposed to just something physical. Yeah, what or, you could be wearing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it comes to the point where I think this is the song. This song is kind of the assertion of why she's with Jay-Z. Because people are saying that she shouldn't be. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, there's like kind of like a... Ooh. He's a good um, deal older, right? Or he's yeah, he's older. 12 years older. Okay. And so, and at this time, I did the math because I was curious because, like, she was older and that was kind of somewhat of a scandal, but not really. Uh, at this time, she would have been 21 and he would have been 33, which isn't absurd. Um, it's not It's not nothing, but it's not. Right. Yeah. Well, and she's, and, like, at this time, she is young. Like, like, that's the image. Like, she is a young pop star. Like, that's what's happening here. Uh, and Jay-Z is not playing young. He's a old, he's an OG, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like there's this interesting what you put out there in the world, how you're perceived. So I think Jay Z was perceived as older than he was, right? Uh, and see. so then we have, and we have uh, Beyonce, who some people probably would be like, she's like 19, right? Like there, and so then you have that stretch that would have happened perception wise. Um, and, and I guess it was like the two different worlds too, because I mean I remember watching uh, TRL on MTV, yeah, getting home from from high school. And there being, you know, Beyonce right alongside Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, all these other big pop stars. So yep. you have this crossover of, of what I would say at the time was perceived as like a pop star to Jay-Z, who's who's not exactly in the, in the pop world, no, he's much hip-hop. more in hip-hop and R&B. So there, there's this crossover thing, which made it kind of a, a juicy thing. Yeah, like, movie. ooh, like you're going outside your genre. Right, yeah. And even to the edgier genre. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I liked, uh, I, I liked this line that, that Jay-Z 
had, which is baby thug, you know wrong from right, and you done felt wrong before. This can't be what it feels like. And I was like, oh. Like, I get it. Like, he's like... He's being there for it. Yeah, like, you know what a Pisces is. Come to this Virgo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I've got on that one. Then we had uh, Closer I Get to You, and I was like, Luther Vandross! <laughs> I know! He's we here. got a classic slow jam! And I said, this is a classic stand in front of a mic snapping song. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I like the heavy bass mm. with the subdued drums and the strings, and it had this... It, it gave me a, a 90s sounding voice like it reminded me of like uh like 90s whitney houston kind of oh i hear you, I hear you when did uh, this album come out 2003 oh so my bad uh, and i just said two beautiful voices soaring strings slow jams i did right jamie do you understand slow jams now because like, this is straight <laughs> yeah, up to Vandross. like do, this I is do. what that is uh i i don't have a lot on this i just did some background on this because i was interested um and so I have this this little bit. The Closer I Get to You is a classic duet by Robert uh, Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway released in 1978. But by the time this version was recorded, the song had become a standard. Beyonce's duets uh, with Luther Vandross. And this is not received well. No, It gets uh, mostly negative reviews from critics. This song does. But... It does win a Grammy. So it's super I'm, confusing. <laughs> I'm very confused at your face. I mean, uh, Jamie, for those that can't see, he's very oh. puckered right now. <laughs> uh, because you don't like this album. I, and you're surprised <laughs> that somebody didn't like it. But Okay. <laughs> but this is a classic slow jam feel. So I was also surprised to hear critics didn't like it. I, I want I, That makes sense. But I want to clear that up. Usually when I don't like something, I don't expect... So I was surprised because... Okay, this is important. I think you're going to understand this. Okay. There's a difference between me saying I don't like that and there's and that is bad. That's we're talking favorite versus best. Exactly. So if I say <laughs> if I say I don't like something that doesn't mean I think it's bad mm-hmm. it, or or I or, or inherently doesn't have value. What I'm saying is I just didn't like it. So but that song seemed like a, a, a like a, like a harmless song. Yeah. It seemed like not a hot take to I mean it's it's Luther Vandross, Beyonce, just vocally doing the thing. Yeah, doing their thing with these. It's just a big song, a simple, easy to listen to song. So I'm surprised people don't didn't respond well. It to surprised it. me too, and yeah. so that's why I was like, I should note that. But that's the thing to know. It's like critics didn't like that, and I thought this is a classic. The this only... is gonna be a thing. People, this is on the slow jams playlist. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem dated. That's the only thing I'd say about it. Doesn't uh, sound like a 2003 song to me. It sounded like a 1994 song. Ooh, I'd give you that. Yeah. I'd give you that. Which maybe, maybe that's why it wasn't received well. Next, we got Dangerously in Love. And I wrote, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying here. Oh. And I wrote, she loves him. Yep. I, I like the deep, early 2000s kind of popping drums. Mm. And I said, I love you really loses its impact on the 4,375th time it's said on an album. Great vocals. <laughs> Do you think that she loves him? She does. I like the line, survive the past, survive the fear, I will survive. Okay, so I wanna I wanna ask, if you're Jay-Z mm-hmm. and your and your girl drops a whole album that's this album. Okay. How do you feel? I feel good. You feel good. Because you're really good. loved. Yes. Okay. Do you tell your girl it's a good album? Am I Jay-Z? Yeah. I'm Jay-Z. Yeah. Yes. 
because because I would think think it was a good. Oh yeah, no. If this this being aimed at me would feel great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I just so you would like it. It's just I'm in no not, state yeah. for this. No. State. You're nowhere close to being no. Jay Z or where Jay Z would be in this life at this time. No. <laughs> sure aren't. <laughs> okay. Uh, dangerously in love. Yeah. I, my, the only thing that I have is I just like like the bump of the backing and then it kind of cutting out almost completely for the vocals in the chorus. Like that boom. And then like there's more, it was mostly vocal focused chorus and I was here for that. Um, That's all I had on Dangerous Days though. The Beyonce interlude came next Mm -hmm. and I said it was a nice poem in an interlude. Yeah, it was cute. I'll I'll read it. I believe that harmonies are colors. Every time I paint, it sharpens my harmony. Yesterday I tried to paint you, but the colors weren't beautiful enough. Your love goes beyond what I can say. That's nice. That's so sweet. That's a nice That's a nice sweet note. Put, put it on for Valentine's. Great. Now see, take that. Mm. Take that little image. You know, uh, one more time. You're, you're just, uh, let's see. Every time I paint, it sharpens my harmony. Yesterday I tried to paint you, but the colors weren't beautiful enough. Yeah. Start using that little, your, yeah. your, that poet, that little poet in your Beyonce and put it in the songs do a little bit more yeah do a little bit more oh, i'm sure she does i'm sure she later does. Yep. this is her first fucking album uh-huh and everyone loves it right right everyone loves her and part of it is uh, to get this Ooh, wow let's go what a question right to get wide wide acceptance fandom do you have to be shallow in order to be more accepted uh, and I would argue, yeah, I would argue, yes, yeah, and absolutely. so, so she steps in that right yeah. away, and then when we get to Lemonade, whenever that does happen, mm-hmm. you'll realize like that is way critically acclaimed at a level that none of her other albums are, um, and it doesn't do that, right? There is a lot of depth and in, in like critique and kind of edginess to mm. it that just does not exist in this yeah, album. That's what I'm looking for, honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah, and and but. This poem, as short as it was, kind of gave me something to, to, to hook onto to be like, there is something going on. Yeah. Even something that short. I was like, there's something going on. There's an artist is being brought up yeah. right now. Or, let yeah. me put it a different way. An artist is growing right now. Yeah. And this is their first this is their first little leaf that after it grows out of the soil. Uh, <laughs> gift from a Virgo. She says, I want to look you in your eyes and tell you how I feel. What have you been doing this entire time, if not that? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But I, okay, I have feelings about that. And then we got, I, I, it's a, there's a smooth, jazzy feel, Sunday morning music. Mm-hmm. And I said the lyrics, uh, the music and lyrics support each other well in this, this yeah. imagery. That's all I got for that. So I think this song makes me... One of the lines is, one day we'll make love, finally I'll be yours. Uh-huh. I was like, is Beyonce waiting till marriage? Like, is that a thing that's happening? Because we have another song previously yes, in this album yes. about saying no, right? Get from a Virgo. <laughs> yes. I'm saying you got a, you got a leg to stand on, buddy. Right, like I, I, so my thought is like, and so when you said, I want to look you in your eyes and say I love you, I'm thinking she means like when things are happening. Right. Uh, like, like not just, I want to say I love you. I want us to be saying I love you. And like that's what this song seems like. It's like a, I want us to b- do it. I love you, and I want to b- bang eventually. Uh. I always thought you'd say that to me. I wasn't sure how or when. 
And I wrote, and I was like, oh, we are slowing down. Mm-hmm. This is, we have slowed down. And this was the moment where I started going, I want to know Jay-Z and Beyonce's ages. Like, uh, what what's happening here? What's this dynamic? Because uh, she's young. So she's, like, talking about a future. The, the other thing is, this is a song that's built over a, a sample of Shuggy Otis's song, Rainy Day. And Shuggy <laughs> Otis is quoted saying, Beyonce sampling two of my songs has kept me living. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that I need people to know that. Yeah. Uh, Shuggy Otis is like, that's what's keeping you alive. I wonder, I, guess. If, I wonder if he means, like, spiritually or, like, financially. <laughs> I, I think maybe both. That. Uh, so that was what was really funny, um, but that's all. That's all I have on on that. And we've got one more here. We got one more, Daddy. <laughs> oh, Daddy. Ah. No, no, not not. Oh, Daddy. And, uh, in all caps, I wrote, "Thank God, a new subject." <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was remembering or appreciating her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I thought it was very sweet. I like the classic R and B R and B vibes. I like the line. Thank you for loving me. That's kind of a powerful thing. That's not something you hear yeah. very often. Thank you for loving me. I like I not like, just I love you too, but yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like appreciation for you. Yes. I liked her vocals on I Still Remember. Mm. And then I'm I'm, I'm kind of so okay. <laughs> There's okay. There is a, a different focus or there's a different relationship with fatherhood in the black correct or not. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think there is something powerful about highlighting a father on this album. I think that's I think that's something that's nice. Yeah. And it's 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 I, I guess I want to highlight that because it's you know this is a black album and she's highlighting fatherhood. But that's all. Oh, for sure. Um, and then I said I really missed the characters in the skits. <laughs> at, the, at the end of this album, I was like, I wish we could have had some skits or characters. <laughs> you're or hoping for depth in them. That's what you're hoping I was, for. I was so used to Give me to... a classroom. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, like, now this is a daddy song that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> this song. And it is. It's just sweet, like, like, like real memories with her dad, right? These mm-hmm. moments with her dad. And it was, it was cute. It was. Uh, like, it was, yeah. Uh, I did think it was interesting to put it in this album when we have songs like Speechless, right? Uh, and we have songs like with Luther Vandross in which we're like, definitely, you know, like, this is put it on, this is yeah. mood music, yeah, you know? Down. And then we've got, like, I love my dad. Um, but I understand that it's farther away. Yeah, yeah, there's some space there. I love the grit in the way that she delivers the, the line, even if my man broke my heart today no matter how much pain i'm in i'll be okay because i got a man in my life that can't be replaced for this love is unconditional it won't go away and she says it like she i wish someone would it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like and i'm like mm. yes she had power and passion behind her voice in that for sure oh absolutely yeah so yeah that is that is dangerously, dangerously in love, love. i <laughs> it just i'm I don't know how to put. I just yeah. didn't like it. I and we had our like first skippity do. We had our first skippity do. <laughs> yeah, did I did not did not enjoy it. I wished I did. Yeah, but it uh, uh, interesting. I'm gonna note that at the back pocket. I'm gonna see what other albums I can give you that you won't like. Uh, <laughs> right, because that, that is a part of it. We do try to give right. I'm trying to give you a range of. So like, if I didn't give you a black pop mm-hmm. album, that'd, that'd be a problem. Be remiss. Sure. Yeah.
for tuning in to this episode of The Other Side of the Tracks. We just wanted to take a second to thank you. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to write so neatly just Before you jump back into the Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, the, the fun thing is I don't know how to read, guys. So uh, this is... <laughs> I knew it. Fucking pay up. Okay. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so stupid. Um, Alright, you can start. So, so from the top. Okay. <clears throat> Make it drop. Hey everyone, Sad Boys Jamie and Caleb here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Other Side of the Tracks. We just wanted to take a second to thank some folks before we jump back into the episode. First off, thank you to the Melker Project for the use of their arrangement of Never Going Down Again. Scope them out on YouTube for more great arrangements. We also want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. If you want to help keep the lights on over at Sad Boy HQ, you can do so either via our Patreon at patreon.com backslash other side of the tracks or shoot us an email at other side of the tracks cast at gmail.com your support means the world to us if you're unable to financially support oh wait shit i was gonna make a joke <laughs> <laughs> keep that in that's funny <laughs> if you're unable to financially support you can always share us with someone you think would enjoy us our sponsors for today's episode are caleb the negro artist rainy that's me who has a couple of poetry books out um, the first one is Look Black Boy. The second is Heart Notes. You can also get the first spoken word album, Look Black Boy, on my website, thenegroartist.com. The other sponsor is Editor Taylor's podcast, The Tantalus Tales, a real place story-driven D&D podcast. Scope it out wherever you find podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We love hearing from you listeners, so feel free to reach out to us via social media. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello. My name is Taylor. I am the DM and lore master of the Tantalus Tales, a real play D&D podcast following the misadventures of three unlikely heroes across the universe. So, who wants to save the world? Am I getting paid for this? Uh, shut up, the car. Yes. Well, I'd say that if if the world is gone, we probably won't get paid. Can I give it to my god? I, I mean, ideally, no. Alright, so are we just going to solve this in our usual method, you guys? So, you guys try to sneak, and when you get caught, I kill them? More or less. Let's just drench the flagstones in blood like we normally do. Do we want to do help me? I'm okay with the quest that I'm currently on. I'm not here to save the world. The car, I swear to God, <laughs> any god, they're going to get it. Join us for more misadventures on The Tantalus Tales, wherever you find podcasts. Now we're going to move on to uh, Death Cab for Cutie's plans. In just, it's a brief overview. How'd you feel about it? Fine. Fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. There were some that I liked, others that... I, okay. I think it's funny because we, y- your complaint about 
Beyonce is surface level, and I would say some of these songs do the same thing. Okay. But the surface is sad, so I like it more, right? Where, like, if the surface is, I'm in, I'm in love, you're like, I hate it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if the surface is sad, I'm like, well, yeah, I get it. I'll just put my, I'll just dump my own sadness into that. That's right. fine. You don't have to add the depth. I'll just cry anyway. We did um, learn, we, we have established that, that Caleb and I are sad boys. Sad boys. And all day long. We're just embracing it at this point. <laughs> Hashtag sad boys. Oh. So, Death Cab for Cutie was fa- uh, formed in Bellingham, Washington in 1997 because, of course, it was. Uh, <laughs> it features Ben Gibbard, Nick Harmer, Dave Depper, uh, Zach Ray, and Jason McGurr. McGurr? Uh, so, this is the main reason I gave you this album. It's kind of a, a, a nebulous genre that they're mm. in. They've been called indie rock, indie pop, alt rock, and they're noted for their unconventional instrumentation and Gibbard's distinct voice and lyrical style he does have a like yeah. a, that boyish innocenty kind of uh, oh, voice yeah. and it actually started out as a completely solo project by gibbard but more more people got interested and kind of just took him on uh, the band's name yeah what is based on a song by bonzo dog Duda band <laughs> Duda band bonzo dog Duda band and it was so there was this weird trend in the 50s to make teenage tragedy songs okay do you you can think like my boyfriend's back or uh leader of the pack are these any of these nope okay so there there was this weird trend where these people would write sad songs about teenagers dying in car crashes Uh, probably the most famous would be last kiss that Pearl Jam covered at some point, which I haven't heard. Which you haven't heard, but I mean, it's 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 literally like I was out on a date in my daddy's car. We haven't traveled very far, and then like straight, yes, complete with sound effects. <laughs> and, and leader, I was kidding. No, you were dead on. So, and, and leader of the pack is about this girl falling in love with the leader of a motorcycle band, and and uh, they have like the the motorcycle revving. Yeah, and then him peeling out, and she's like, look out, look out, look out, and then crash sound effects happens and then, he, then she's mourning uh this loss so alongside that trend uh, bonzo dog do bonzo dog do that band wrote a song called death cab for cutie okay in which he sent his cutie into a cab mm. that would tragically crash oh man the, so is that the not cab itself died hmm? the cab itself died Yes, the girl was fine. Right, no, the battery cutie, couldn't cutie be jumped. Was fine. It was yeah. cutie was fine. Actually, the the, the death <laughs> cab was featured in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He took it really hard. Got a, <laughs> that's 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 why he's got the bandage up uh, tires and he started smoking habit. Very sad. <laughs> I uh, is, is there not like a licensing like copyright issue if you take a song and then make it the name of your band? Is that allowed? I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean. Yeah, because it is just death cap for cute. All right, it it, it does it does sound like word salad though. Like it seems like no part of the word before informs <laughs> what the next word is going to be. Um, yes, I think the my favorite part is cutie. Cutie. <laughs> uh, Plans is their fifth studio album. Whoa! But uh, far and away their uh, most successful and widespread release. How many albums do they? Have? Oh, they've got like. Holy moly. They're, they're working, man. I did not. That is not how I was imagining this band. Yeah. Well, because well, like Counting Crows, the first one I listened to was like their debut album. Yes. 
So like I I don't know why I came to it with that like same thought. Ah, this is the fifth is album fifth? of maybe twelve. Uh, maybe yeah. My yeah, there are fourteen. So we're up there. So that's <laughs> that's wild to me. Yeah, that so that means they're in their stride, right? Like they're doing their this, thing. This oh, is when nine, they... nine studio albums, five okay. extended play EPs. Yeah, uh, a demo tape, a digital album, album, one live album, and thirty two singles. They've been going. They've been going. And th- th- but this is when they kind of reached the peak of, of popularity in a lot of ways because the, the indie scene was was kind of what surge pricing. Yes, they basically <laughs> surge pricing. Uh, they were they were kind of they were ready to rise up out of the indie scene into the more mainstream scene. They kind of met at the perfect time when, okay. when the industry was ready for it and when the band was too. It was kind of uh, kismet there. After signing to Atlantic, the band was still. This is this is such this is this is why people are not sensitive. Uh, the band was nervous about corporate econ- economics and encouraged fans to download the songs from the internet instead of buying the CDs. Whoa! <laughs> so they want their stuff to leave. They're they're <laughs> just like the, the indie scene is like it's not about the money; it's about the music. It's you know we're not in this. To, I have I, so I many feelings. I don't want to be that. a corporate sellout. I don't want to just be a fucking shill. Whoa, I don't want. But how sure. do you keep living to make art if you don't get paid to make art? I don't know. So that's du- that's that is. What's what's so funny about that? I'm sorry, Taylor. I see you want to say something, but I am so heated <laughs> because it's such a place of privilege to yep. think I don't want to make money from a thing that I that I do. I just want it to exist, and then I will also live life off of what? Off of what? How are you gonna How are you gonna live life? Right? You you know what? Black people don't imagine making it and not making money. We don't do that. That's dumb white people shit. That makes me so annoyed because it, it's because the idea is uh, the people who are doing that are often people who do have safety nets, mm-hmm. people who will never actually be on the street unless they want to. Right, right, and that is so infuriating to me. So here, uh, <sighs> if, let's say let's oh god please. Oh, though they did make money selling branded Cupid dolls. Do you know this about me? Wait, what? Are you afraid of cutie dolls? No, 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 no. no. Or were you a cutie doll? This boy? is really, really funny that this is happening. What's here. happening? Okay. So they got they, <laughs> they made money off of branded cutie dolls. Is that what you're saying? I'm joking completely. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I am a cutie, which means my high school's mascot was a cutie. Oh, huh. yes. That's weird. The '50s doll. <laughs> um, oh no. Yes. So in our rival was uh. The Bears, right? And so at a football game, you'd see our mascot, which is this, like, baby trying to wrestle <laughs> with a bear. <laughs> and so serious? I thought you were making a bit. Like, I thought, I was like, did I, I tell you this at bit. one time? No. Cupid doll. I am a Cupid. Like, I, I, I'm a Cupid. Why would anybody choose that as their mascot? <laughs> Can you please Google your school's name? Yeah, it's at Hickman High School Hickman from Columbia, High Missouri. School. Uh, it is, it's, that's my high school. That uh, is And wild. they are cupies. And it's like, it's a naked baby. Specifically, or we are the cupies. The naked babies. Is that a song? Oh, no, yeah. like, that's, that's, that's Holy our, like, shit. we say cupies, naked baby. Like, we acknowledge that a cupie, and it's that. And it's always got its hands up, it's almost like a peace sign, and it's got its leg over its other leg, so you can't tell its genitalia, and you also don't see, like, any nipples. It's side-facing. It's, it's wild. It looks like Baby Herman for the second Who Framed Roger Rabbit reference in this podcast. <laughs> it is. It, that is. That is. Uh, we wear shirts with naked babies on them. Like, what, this is it. Uh, we just got our. What our... is that terrifying visage down there? <laughs> the black and white photo. Oh, God. This is, this must be the 
looks like something out of a racer head. That is a weird yeah. <laughs> We should drop that. That uh, is in the, deeply in the, upsetting. That is disturbing. I've I'm never seen that before. saving this to drop for later. And, um, you, and it's, you, you can just hear the creepy, like, 1950s music overhead. But like, look at that QB. But we're loving it. We're, we're here for it. That is our QB. It's, it's just a record skipping occasionally. <laughs> Won't you be my they just did baby? This. <laughs> Won't you be my little cupid pal? Come on in, my little cupid baby. I'll drag you down to hell. <laughs> that's the kind of that's kind of our fight song. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. We're sending this statement. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. wow, that was a tangent, but what a yeah, what a time to be alive. Worth it. Uh, I don't know where we were. So, oh no, what I was gonna say is <laughs> to 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 speak to the okay. Here's what I'm gonna put put out to you. You're right in asserting that like it's bullshit to not get paid to do art that you want to do. The the I think that the the fear is here's the perfect comparison. Let's say in in some alternate universe or maybe this one, and this podcast gets super successful. Mm-hmm. There are podcast networks that would like to buy us. Okay. What if Fox News wanted to buy us? <laughs> what if all of a sudden we're under that Fox News umbrella? And we're getting we're getting that paycheck. We're getting the benefit of that. But they also got a little influence in what we say. Do we do we sign with them, or do we make less money and make the art we want to make? Ah, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's I hear you. But the idea to me is, if Fox News or someone that I don't trust, right, is wanting to give me money, mm-hmm. it is the the better thing that we should be telling artists is go find the other companies that you want to work with, mm-hmm. right? Because there is someone who isn't Fox News who would probably, if Fox News is interested in us, that means we have something of quality to leverage. Let's go to someone else and say, hey, do you want, like pitch, pitch yourself then. P- pitch it to the companies that are ethical, that are uh, uh, good to the people and whatnot and also value aligned, right? right? Do that rather than going, I just won't make any get out of here if you have something of value that is worth money you shouldn't be able to make money off of it caleb is a big big capitalist he believes in it no 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 no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) i want to be very clear i'm very because i'm not i I think it's fucked up i think it's a problem but i'm very aware of living in a capitalist society and the flaws uh that especially artists fall into right Uh, because artists are the most likely to be like anti-capitalist, mm-hmm. right? To be like, no, like we want to buy the system, but you can't fight the system if you're broke on the street. No, no one listens to my poetry if I'm if I'm on the. St- I've done, I've performed poetry just on the corner. People think you're crazy, or they pass by you and they might throw you a nickel. That is not the same as me having a paid gig in which I can perform my poetry and there are hundreds of people listening to me. Yeah. So I just I and some some people just like buy into this idea that like you you yeah. So whew, that's how I feel about that. Living in a capitalist society, you don't have to agree with it, but you do need to know how to work it. I, I makes sense to me. You need to give a real big fish now. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what that is. Leave a. I'm off my I'm off my soapbox. All, All right. right. Are you ready, ready to take a deep breath and talk about Ben Gibbard's soothing voice? So our first song for plans is we've got marching bands on. Uh, wow. Woo whoop. Rewind. So the first song we have on plans is marching bands of Manhattan, 
And I love that you, you asked me, you know, let's talk about this soothing voice. Because the first thing I wrote was, oh, this voice is white. <laughs> um, this is a very distinct it's, it's, white it's, voice. It's um, soothing for certain people. Right, yeah. And I mean, it, it's not... Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is its own flavor. This voice is definitely... Uh, if you came oh, yeah. down on either side, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this is I, I listened to this album, and this album felt like one of the whitest albums of the year. Okay. Which is interesting on what it means for me to define my... What I define whiteness right. as, okay. right? It's been really interesting for me. Because I, I don't think that you give me an album that I don't think is white. But why are there some that I'm like, this is what I think when I think white music? I don't know. Uh, and so, so we're still learning. It's this and Led Zeppelin that you said are the whitest. They're white. They're white. Um, <laughs> and I really didn't like Led Zeppelin. Let's see. Uh, I thought the ending was really cool of this song. The vocals cut out right on the piano note. Mm-hmm. That was yep. cool. That was dope. I feel like the drums sound like a marching band, uh, which I thought was really cool when it came to that line, the marching band will sound like your name or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it'll bend through the alleys and bounce off of the building. That sa- I felt like that sound was right on the money. I agree. Uh, and I was like, well done. Like that. That's a really cool thing to the lyrics to match the sound in a way that's ah, really yeah. cool to say it's going to sound like this and the song sound like this. I'm not sure we've had that yet uh, mm. in, a, in an album that's been so clear. I think we've had, I'm going to sound sad and I this does sound <laughs> sad on like a broader sense, but to literally be like, this is a sound and it exists in the song um, was kind of cool. Let's see. So this is a song that's like the sorrow is, is going to drown the love. It can't last, right? We are sad. Uh, we've got this chorus. Uh, sorrow drips into your heart through a pinhole, just like a faucet that leaks and there is comfort in the sound. But while you debate, half empty or half full, it slowly rises. Your love is going to drown. So this Sad makes voice. a lot more sense for you uh, <laughs> than the dangerously in love mm-hmm. that I gave you because this is is this slow and I, I liked that imagery. Me too. I, I did. I was here for it. Um, and I think throughout this album, there's a lot of few like distinct images that I was like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like these these images, um, which I think arguably add depth that dangerously in love didn't have. <laughs> but. I would still... Okay. So, yeah. That's all I have on Marching Bands of okay. Manhattan. Uh, I, I liked... You start with... He's talking about opening his arms to, to hug the whole city, and his his mouth is going to be big enough for a marching band to march mm-hmm. out. We're talking about big emotions here. Oh, yeah. We're talking about big feelings. And ever since I've heard this song, when he says, I wish we could open our eyes to see in all directions at the same time, I've never been able to get that thought out of my head. I'm like, what mm. would that be like? <laughs> to be able to literally like, just to see look around. all directions at the same time. Yeah. I just think it's a complete, like, yes, taking in, like, your perception of the world would be different, I feel like. But yeah. I just, you can't say left or right. That's I, all I've got to say. <gasps> if you have 360 view, you can never get to do yeah. directions. And then he says, uh, a beautiful, oh, what a beautiful view if you were never aware of what was around you. And I was like, is that like an ignorance is bliss type of thing? Don't yeah. What's going on there? And then he said, next line is, uh, it's true what you said, I live like a hermit in my own head. So that's definitely, we're definitely dealing with somebody here who's isolated himself, either physically, emotionally, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's not letting people in, all the way in, inside his own head. I could relate to, and I would say I relate to a lot of this album. Mm-hmm. I would say, I thought you would. <laughs> and then, yeah, I like the, like the single piano note outro, and 
yeah, your love is gonna drown. Right. So sorrow. So the sorrow is what's what's come falling out of your heart through a pinhole, mm-hmm. and that's what's gonna fucking kill your love, and drown so your love. What's so crazy is that slow and steady. Yeah. Right. It's like it's so it's so subtle, and it's also this interesting. There's a distinct difference in that image, and which love doesn't not exist. Mm-hmm. It is there. It will just be outweighed within time by sorrow. Oh. Which <laughs> oh, really makes sense to me. Oh. Mm, I'm, I'm Lisa Simpson doing that meme. Uh, <laughs> yep, go ahead. All right, and so uh, next we have soul meets body. <laughs> so hearing you say soul, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, I, I wrote, you know, intro, this is cute. Uh, that's, I, I, but I am tapping my foot with the drums. Uh, the bada bada made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, it made me laugh. Yeah. I, this is such a cute white boy thing. Um, uh, but I do love, I love the bridge where soul meets body. Yeah. Like, it like goes up. Yeah. Uh, here for that. Let's see. Oh, another image that I really, really love. Is because in my head there's a Greyhound station where I send my thoughts to far off destination. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that image is clear, it's concrete, and yet it is talking about abstracting of thoughts. Right? Mm-hmm. I love things that can do that. I love imagery that that works that way. Um, so I love that. If the silence takes mm-hmm. you, then I hope it takes me too. Oh, he's the sad boy. Oh, he's a sad boy. I want to go too. If you're out, I'm out. <laughs> so I, 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 are you, are you, any more thoughts on that? Yeah, I got a couple. Please, please, just, please. just, uh, my one question was, does old boy have brown eyes? Like who's brown eyes? Um, cause there's a line brown that eyes, says, yeah. so brown eyes, I'll hold you near. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if it's another person. Cause I, I, throughout the song, I wasn't really sure that it was about another person, oh, but I don't know anything about, I, I wasn't sure. He wants soul to meet body. Right, be talking about himself. Which is what I thought. I was like, <gasps> I thought he was just talking about. I want my soul to meet my body. Like cracking it open, right? Uh, and 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 that's a song that I, that I understand as a as a concept, as a as a want, a desire. Yeah, to just be like I hope my soul and my body like we're one kind of thing, right? Meets body. Um, so that's not a Van Morrison. No <laughs> reference. Yeah. I don't know who that is. You uh, sing brown eyed girl. Oh, I do know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, soul, maybe like, maybe ego and it combining? No, not it. Never mind. Ignore that. Right, but yeah. like, it kind of, it's it's that, I was like, wonder, so I was, I wanted to know who Brown Eyes was. Oh, and, and that's because I wrote, this song seems so different than I think it was Counting Crows, because I was thinking about, we're literally talking soul meets body, rather than this singer going, I want to be away from myself, right, or whatever, oh. right, like, uh keep me away from how do i keep myself away from myself or something like that i can't remember that line anymore but uh this to me was like i want to be aligned aligned uh with myself so i thought that was kind of interesting um i was like these two first two songs have been rather simple uh but i don't dislike them there's (laughs) i was like i don't but i was like there's a lot of repetition like he chooses a few lines that he really likes and he he brings up sticks with it he goes this is gonna work um and so there's there's that. Uh, I think that's all I have on this one. Yeah, Soul Meets Body. This is one of their singles off this one. Oh, this okay. What was playing on the radio? Uh, they have that classic indie feel with bells and uh, electric guitar and just mm-hmm. a lot of different sounds going on. 
And then I, I, I asked, what does this mean? Soul meets body, but we kind of went over it. Yeah, that's what I think it is. And he says he wants to feel what it's like to be new. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Like, he's thinking about yeah. just, just taking that reset. Ooh. We hear that. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. And then when he's, when I, when he said he's sending his thoughts to far off destinations, he's like, is that through dissociating? Is that not oh. being present? I thought it was kind of just like getting those things that are problematic out of you, right? And far, far away. But these thoughts that are keeping his soul away from his body, right. this, this thing okay. that, the dissonance, it was like, so I want to put him in there and I want him to go away so that I find inner peace, right? Mm. The idea is like being overweighed with these thoughts. And didn't he say something about that in the last one? But that that was my thought. It's like he wants to get these thoughts out of out of his head. I like that right. interpretation better. And that's happier. Progress. For the line, if the silence takes you, then I hope it takes me too. And I, I, wrote, I started this album directly after finishing. Oh, Beyonce. buddy. So I was oh, like, buddy. I was like, an obstacle. An obstacle. There's something to overcome. There's a problem. There's something. <laughs> and then I realized what what bothered me about about or why I didn't enjoy uh, Dangerously in Love is because she was basically Superman. She didn't have any problems. Everything was fine. Ooh. And you mentioned last week that Superman, like Goku, is better than Superman because Superman's impervious yeah, to everything. There's, there's no challenge. There's no real conflict. That's that's exactly why I got uh, the impression. Oh, I buy that. So, because there is there is no conflict in Dangerously in Love. Bam, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, um, and there are still people who absolutely love Superman. Yes, same with Beyonce. Yes, yes. In Dangerously in Love specifically, correct? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's all I had for all right. uh, Soul Meets Body. You've you've gotten me. I, my mind is open. Yes. Um. So next we have Summer Skin, and Iroh. Ooh, I like this intro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the crescendo chord into the piano, hitting a couple of notes, into the drums and the bass walking, then the guitar hitting a few notes. I was like, it's a nice build, baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's how you let the beat build, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, this song, it, we've got the lyrics. We shed what was left of our summer skin, then cut to only tiny piano notes on, on the piano and the drums. Like, again, the, the lyrics matching the sound, mm, right? Yeah, so we've yeah. got, we shed what's left and we shed sound. And I loved that, That's right? so... And I then it comes back. It does come back and, and we build back up again. Uh, and, and so it's not like we cut forever, but it's this, we have that lyric, we shed what was left of our summer skin and we shed music. Oh, I didn't And I was that. so, I was like, like, I love that kind of work. Um... Let's see. Uh, I always love lines that juxtapos- like go against each other. I, can I never know say what that juxtaposition word. is. I don't know what you know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the line on the night you left, I came over. Ah, I just love that. Like yeah. I, I've written poems in which I do like uh, you left when I was right or something. Right? Like it's the same sure. concept. I love those like uh, differences that are still the, they mean. I don't know. It's I'm fun. Not- it's fun wordplay. Uh, uh these lyrics are very straightforward uh, throughout the whole album so far. And I would say I, I dig it. And I wanted to talk about accessibility. I okay. think this, and I would say also Dangerously in Love, very accessible albums in which uh, there, there isn't David Bowie figuring it out or, or <laughs> Led Zeppelin with the fucking uh, Lord of the Rings <laughs> thing where like I have to figure out what are you saying? Okay. Um, I thought both of these albums were very straightforward and that in and of itself is something that i respect appreciate 
I like depth, but you, the best depth is the one in which you can first be accessible. People feel connected to it and then find depth. I um, agree in a big, bad way. <laughs> in a massive way. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you can be as weird and out there and inaccessible as you want, but it, or not inaccessible, but, or, but esoteric or yeah. strange or mm-hmm. weird or whatever. And then you can rest on your laurels and be like, oh, well, well, well you, you just didn't get it. You just didn't, yep. You just didn't get it. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, I don't, I don't believe you though. Right. Like, uh, and the most, the most, um, prescient, I think, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I saw so much theater, so many plays yep. that were, I was, I'm sitting up in the booth and I'm like, I the emperor has no clothes, folks. We're watching something vapid, yeah. And you have to pretend to like it because you paid forty five dollars for this ticket, mm-hmm. and it's a new playwright. And like, but what is going? But on? what is going on? If you can't give me something to chomp onto, yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm not just gonna assign meaning because I want to feel smart. Like, yep. Yeah. So I like what you say about it has to have accessibility and depth. And I yes. would I would say this album has both. I would say. So you wouldn't say that about, <laughs> and I agree. I'm messing with you. I, know. I just like to keep pushing you. Um, but yeah, and I and I would say that I, I would say that this has that depth to it. Um, but I I had to acknowledge just like none of these lyrics did I feel like I had to do extra research to figure mm. out what they meant. Yeah, but I yeah. could sit with the images and play with them. Right. Even when we talk about the earlier song with the Greyhound in the in the thoughts in my far off destination, I, we play with that image. Mm-hmm. But we get it, right? Like, off off bat, like, you understand all of what's kind of happening, but we still can grapple with it. Sure. So, so that was where I got, that's when I hit that moment where, what, three songs in, and I go, this is going to be an accessible album, and I'm happy about that. And again, we have, at the end of this, we left our love and our summer skin, and we end with peeling off sound, and only that reverb left at the end. Ugh, here for it. You right, buddy? Yeah. You drink some... Drink some uh, Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's, it's your voice is bugging me to sleep. Oh, so good. That's, that's a great so thing to be on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, more thoughts? No, no. Uh, squeaky swings and tall grass. Let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> just that imagery. Just, uh, and the, the somber music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. It's a somber, nostalgic song about summer as a kid. And it feels intimate and it feels painful. Gibbard lines like peel the freckles from our shoulders. Yes. Is, nobody can sing about freckles. Like nobody's gonna <laughs> sing about uh, 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 like intimately peeling freckles. Yeah. But Ben Gibbard on Death Cab for Cutie. That is <laughs> no one else can do. He's that. got it. It's him. And it's very clearly about a, a summer fling. Yeah. That that he longs for. At some mm-hmm. point. Maybe just a nice little. Which I also feel like a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. Sure. Like, like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. sweet. So next we have. Different names for the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we've got this like sound at the start. I think it's a campfire. Like it's, it's ah. I'm not sure, but it sounds like the crackle of that. But I'm not. I'm not confident in that. Um, and let, let's see. This band loves to repeat. I want to joke about it, but the more I hear the lines, the more I start thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I want to make a joke. Like they just really keep doing. It. And I and I wrote. Those sneaky motherfuckers. Like that's like because it does it does I start going, well, what's the depth and what can we do? And there is, and uh sometimes it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy because there's a poem that was given to me when I was in like ninth grade that was Uh-oh. sixteen lines that just says, 
there's nothing in that drawer. 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 And it, that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the poem. And I was like, this isn't poetry. Get out of my face. Um, <laughs> but you remember every word. <laughs> I hate you for that. Um, but at the same time, like this song does something similar in which we have some lines that we repeat a lot. And it doesn't feel like that to me. Like I feel, it feels like there is something more happening. It makes me want to grapple with it. Let's see. I wrote this musical build. What is going on? I'm so intrigued, but we have like the synth that's just going to town. The drums up tempo, these extra sounds. Like I think it's a xylophone. Like I wasn't sure what it was. It goes nuts. Right. I'm intrigued. And then we have these like this these repeating lines. There are different names for the same thing. You just keep giving me that line. What I thought was interesting here is the first start of this song is, uh, I didn't care where I was going. They're all different names for the same place, mm-hmm. which is interesting, right? Which is something to, to say, my thought was, you'll feel the same no matter where you are. There's no running from this feeling. That was kind of what I, I I'm attributing my own my own interpretation here. And so I thought that, and it came after our summer fling. And so I was like, are we talking heartbreak? Like, are we talking sadness mm-hmm. of being not in a relationship? And no matter where I go, I'm going to feel that way. Okay. Right? Uh, I thought I thought we may have arrived at the same thing, but... Continue. I don't know if we have. Yeah. I don't, and, uh, but then we have, there are different names for the same thing. And I wondered, because I had first gotten to the word heartbreak, I was like, is there a different word for heartbreak? Like... Would the other person name this as freedom, liberation, moving on, while someone else is naming this as heartbreak, pain, sadness, and those are the same Same experience, same thing, different names. That was how I, I don't know how I got there, but that's what I was playing with. I love that interpretation. It's It's like, that's the same thing. We have this feeling, or we have this experience, and we have two different feelings, different different names for the same thing. The same experience happened to both of us. So that, that, that's what I have. I really like that interpretation. It's not, it's not where I landed, but I think yours is probably more about. Um, <laughs> I, I said he's great at adjectives. <laughs> we, we, we've got an outdated map crumbled in my pocket. True. We, we've got uh, an alone on a trail. That's, that's not a fucking adjective. But I'm just saying, he, he always adds... The little, crumpled map was a great one. He always adds a, 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 such great imagery to concrete images that like you can really hold on to and know uh which is what we strive for in poetry like we do right it's like being able to be abstract but then brevity in your in your concise concrete images that we understand and we can recognize that right away like beyonce's poem yeah where we you're right you're right look at that (laughs) um i i was surprised that this is only nine lines only nine lines in this entire song uh, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> no words to share with anyone. Mm. Sad boys. Mm-hmm. And then we go off. No words to share with anybody, yet we talk for hours. This is their fifth studio album. <laughs> True. And we'll have more. <laughs> and yeah, we, we just go off. And I feel like this was him. Like The, the musicality of yeah. all the all these things whizzing by. Going. The, the, the sound effects, the xylophone, the piano, everything. just It, it felt... Fast. It was a feeling of movement. Yes. So I thought this might be his where his thoughts are being sent. Oh. On some kind of train. Get him. Yeah. So I, I noted the it's pl- movement. I noted the place to a thing. There are different names for the same place and different names for the same thing, mm-hmm. which made me think about looking at a map 
Yeah. And he's saying, this is, but I didn't care where I was going. They're all different names for the same place. And I thought the, the, the different names are all the different things you can call here. Because oh. wherever he's going, he'll be here. here. So it doesn't fucking matter. All different names for different names. For I, I I think that do, that works with what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. We cracked it open. Interesting. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So next we have, I will follow you into the dark. This is probably their most well-known song ever written. This is the song I knew. Yep. I still I, don't know. You're you. I'll listen to it. In, in 2005, it was a sweet little song until all the girls who had ukuleles came out of the woodwork and and just covered it and to death. Did to death. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I I I wrote. I've heard this. Yeah. Like it was like a question. So I really wasn't super confident because there's some that you've given me where like, oh, I know this. Yeah. Uh, this one was like, I this is reminiscent of something I've heard before. And so that makes sense. Um, and then I went, oh yeah, I know this chorus. Uh, if heaven and hell decided that they both are satisfied, illuminate. Uh, sorry, illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then I'll follow you into the dark. Sweet. Damn. Sad boys. That's sad boys right there. That is sad boys through and through. Uh, I was like, this is soft and raw and vulnerable and sweet. Yeah. Uh, those are all the words that came to me. I was like, lighters up and swaying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was like. That's mm-hmm. That's what this is when that comes on. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, this is emo girls crying. Yeah. After this. Uh, first thing I wrote is, I said, it's a shame it got played out. Uh, Just that solo, somber guitar. Uh, and he has this line where he says, uh, Catholic school, as vicious as Roman rule, I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black. Uh, nuts. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I know. And I'm saying, you're saying, you're... Man, your little knuckles got bruised, and you're comparing it to Roman rule. <laughs> you might be a touch uh, dramatic, Gib Gab. Roman rule, the ruler. Oh. Is, are the rulers? <laughs> wait, rulers aren't called Roman, are they? Is there a Vicious brand? Roman I, don't know. I don't know anything about this. You look up Roman rulers. I don't believe Roman you. Rulers. But he's clearly making a, an allusion he's to do, it. He's playing that game. He's doing it. He's doing that little shit. But I'm saying. As vicious as Roman rule. Rulers? Is that what it says? Yeah. As vicious as Roman rule. But obviously, if... if, if but if they're... Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to sidetrack me. I knew I didn't believe you. So, oh, the, the next the next line I, I have is... Um, to, to kind of delve into, is fear is the heart of love. Oh. In that meme. Uh, yeah, there's a Roman ruler. Okay, okay. Did that line stick up to you at all? Yes. Uh, love. Yeah, and I think... Put you on the spot. I know, I didn't, I didn't get it, but I, now having listened to the album, could have thoughts on that when we talk about what Sarah said. Right? So, like... I think I think let's revisit that. Okay. okay. Right. Uh, because I because I it didn't like I heard it and I was like, oh okay. Uh, and now after listening to the album, I think there's a connection there. Okay. And and that thought. Uh, so before we get off fear, have you ever heard? I know I know this motherfucker has. Have you ever heard the litany of fear? No. Okay. So it's it's a I will I will read it to you and then we'll I will tell you what it's from. Okay. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. 
I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when I was gone, and when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Okay. It's from Dune. You ever read Frank Herbert's Dune? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> I love I love that. I love that. Okay. Thing. It's, so uh, then, what do you feel about? Okay. So then we'll have so, to talk about. So if you're letting, like, apply maybe applying that doesn't work. <laughs> Let's move on. Because fear, because fear is love, right? Is that what it says? What's the line? Uh, the, no. What's the line? Oh, is... fear is the heart of love. Right. Then we can leave. Yeah, that. we'll leave it. For Next, now. the final line I have pulled out is uh, the soles of your shoes are all worn down. That's a travel imagery. He's always yeah. talking about something, uh, roads being left in your shoes and and traveling and trains. And, and what I would say is they're distinct in the way that, like, your soul's worn down. <gasps> your soul's worn down. <laughs> I'm glad that you got, I got a gasp out of you because that is exactly where I was going to go, right? <sighs> and so he's really good at using this travel imagery to to really evoke more, right? Like, wow. And for them to still be distinct. They're distinct, they're accessible, but they are... There's depth to that simple line. Right. Your souls are worn down. Right. And he could both mean literal travel mm-hmm. and your soul. Right. So that's kind of that's, that's kind of dope. Yep. All right. Next, we've got your heart is an empty room. I love the simple strumming of uh, chords overlaid with some twangy little like finger picking notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tapping my foot a lot to this song. I've got this line, and all you see. Is where else you could be when you're at home and out on the street are so many possibilities to not be alone. There's this like longing to be free, like to branch out in this song. But it's so interesting because it's, I, I've never, I don't attribute the idea of being alone to being home, which is what the song kind of ah. uh, does. And so that was, that was an interesting thing in which I started like questioning it because I, I understood, right? Like burn your house down. And get out. <laughs> it's like what, but the house catches on fire or whatever, and this person is is longing to be out there. I I think what I still wonder about this song is why home is lonely, and I don't think that's necessarily the important part of the song, mm-hmm. but that was the part that made me interested, and I think that's a place of privilege that I come from, which home is not lonely to me, right? Like home, there are people. Um, it, so. I don't know. So that one was interesting to me, uh, but I, I didn't, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things that he captures really well is longing. Like the mm. feeling of longing. I think very that's well. very, very well captured. Yeah, I, I, I like the echoing distant guitars in the beginning. And the line, burn it down to the embers smoke on the ground and start new when your heart is an empty room. I wrote, fucking yes. Clear it out, baby. <laughs> Flush it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that is powerful imagery. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 fucking it's a it's a cleansing fire. It's it's clear it out. Oh, absolutely. We're starting over, folks. So I guess so maybe so maybe the home isn't necessarily as much as being alone as it is baggage, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're ta- we're talking about? Burn burn those roots and go on. Yeah, <laughs> burn that bridge. Uh, this is this is interesting. The next line he has, or the one I pulled out, was. Because the chase is all you know, and she stopped running months ago. So she, he's, he's used to this longing feeling. He's used to this yeah. chase. But she's fucking stopped. Like, he's got somebody, I think, in this mm. song. 
and he doesn't know how to be happy with what he wants, and he can't stop looking. He still is constantly out on the streets. Out. All I can see is all these possibilities, right? Mm. And then last thing I wrote, where the flames and smoke rise out of every window, and I yeah. said, "Burn it down again, bitch! Try again. <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, keep it keep going." going. Uh, that's all I have for that. I will say the fire isn't like it is very much a good agent in this, mm-hmm. rather than some like, destruction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next we have Someday You Will Be Loved. This is this is my skippity doo of the album. This is your skippity doo? This is my skippity doo. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, I, okay. Um, I related to this song. Okay. <laughs> he starts, right? I once knew a girl in the years of my youth with eyes like the summer, all beauty and truth. But in the morning I fled, left a note and it read, Someday You Will Be Loved. I think I've done exactly that. Oh, <laughs> There's something along those lines. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, Name her. No, I uh, will not be doing that in this space. Uh, no one would be happy about that. So, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, but I did like uh, the, the chorus also. You'll be loved. You'll be loved like you never have known. And the memories of me will seem more like bad dreams, Ugh. just a series of blurs, like I never occurred. Someday you will be loved. And I was like, this could be... Th- this is Drake's doing it wrong mm-hmm. on Take Care. This is the, you know, cry if you need to, but I can't stay to hold yeah. you, right? Like, the, yeah. the, the we're breaking up, and we have to, and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what a funny dynamic that is to now have two songs that we listen to that do that. Finding common ground. I love it. <laughs> My, I did have a question is, does this count as a rock ballad? Like, I don't know what that means, no. but that's, I had that question come up as I was listening to this song. I wouldn't call this a, no, I wouldn't call this a ballad. Cause a, uh, no. I'm trying to think of what a ballad, a rock ballad would be. And I don't know at all. It's like, uh, do you know Sarah by, uh, what's Sarah said? Starsh- no, no. By Starsh, not Starsh. Because like that is, I, I, 
crooked teeth. I'm glad it's called that. Like crooked teeth, the sun sunsets are often so beautiful described, right? Mm-hmm. But there's crooked teeth. Not to, nothing against y'all who have crooked teeth, but like we know in, in Jamie just checked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that, that's that's so interesting. It's it's jagged, right? It is. I don't know. The sun is already in retreat. It it was it was well done. Yeah, it's a great line. Yeah, uh, so I'm really 100%. in love with that line. Uh, I love the cool guitar solo between the second bridge and the final chorus. Yeah, that was bringing that was bringing you some like '90s rock. I was vibes. here for yeah. it. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got on Crooked Teeth. I liked it. Damn, damn! I made a prediction. You thought I wasn't gonna like Crooked Teeth? No, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to pull up the line. I'm a war of head versus heart, and I'm always this way. Ah, uh, I wrote, yeah. I wrote Caleb will love this. That is a me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, this is, once again, I was getting summer imagery out of this song. Oh, absolutely. And I caught this one. Uh, tears didn't care. They just hung in the air and refused to fall. The summer mm-hmm. fall. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. I like that. I think Kanye would have. You tried to fight them both. <laughs> it was Little way. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's got the season hey, not him. Damn it. Because I will never fall. <laughs> I need to write this better. So yeah, this I think this is very much about forcing a relationship he that isn't working. Mm. Um, and the, what I had for in the mouth of a man who was devouring us both was like in, it, impending doom. Oh, absolutely, impending doom. And the other thing that gave that gave me summer vibes is right at the very end. They said there were churches, theme parks, and malls. That would be that's summer. that seems summery to me. But then in saying it now, maybe it just is like suburban, suburbia. Mm. But I don't know. That's all I got. Got it. Okay, next, mm. we have What Sarah Said. Ooh. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, what Sarah Said. Um, it's a tough one. This oh, is a roll. This is a weird. Did it get you? It got me. Yeah, it you got can me. Get, you can uh, get it, I got got. Um, no shame. So we start with this running piano, then like add drums, then another layer of the piano. I was like, is that two hands i don't know how pianos were uh and then the vocals and so like i was here for that build the first line is and it came to me then that every plan is a tiny prayer to father time holy shit yeah right wow like i like gasped i was like (laughs) you're right you're right every plan is just like i I hope hope i I can do this yeah i i jesus so wild uh I, i believe that hit me if we're talking about like what's happening in this song we're sitting next to someone dying in the hospital you know it's as i stared at my shoes in the icu that reeked of piss in 409 this is visceral and gross it is uh and i rationed my breaths as i said to myself that i'd already taken too much today oh i've already like there's this idea of like because if I don't breathe, maybe other people will breathe in this space. The mm-hmm. person I'm next to mm-hmm. in this ICU, right? It's it's. Can I bargain with my breaths here? Um, whoa. Uh, um, Each line yeah. is like is in this song specifically is like a, a beautiful imagery and evocative and kind of a gut punch. Yes. One. Yep. Yep. Uh, I got it's stung like a violent wind that our memories depend on a faulty camera in our minds. I was like, "Oh my god!" That like that's what it, that our memories depend on a faulty camera in our mind. Gibbard nailed it. You're right I, because I I've heard like and a shout out to the fucking the office or whatever where it's like take take mental pictures like mm-hmm. it'll be cute. 
Um, but this idea of it being a faulty camera, because that is right. what I'm constantly thinking about, is how memory is messed up. Our oh, memory yeah. is wrong, or, or not not sufficient. Um, and so, oof, that, that line hit me. Then we've got, and I knew that you were truth I would rather lose mm. than to have never lain beside at all. Mm. It's better to have loved and lost than to have never mm. loved at all. That is, and, and I feel it. I'm here for, I'm, but we're, we're in this ICU. We're with, we're next to someone dying and, and the, we're singing like, and we're like, this is it. And the music is pushing you forward. The music mm-hmm. is, is like what's going on behind these lyrics is just, it's, it, it's impending too. It's pushing yep. you forward. This like piano, it's almost like when there's something speeding up behind you in Mario, like you got to go. Yeah, you know, you, you know, know it's uh, you can see that big boo behind you. Yeah, we've got, and talking about that, we have then the line, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of what Sarah said that love is watching someone die. And then we cut the music, uh, and we've got the only the vocals right there. And then slowly we add all of the other elements back. Loving someone is inevitably losing them, right? right. But we've got. The drums, light and constant. Mm-hmm. The strumming guitar. The vocals sound far away. Yep. Oh my god! This I think this is my favorite song on the album. Oh. Um, it, it, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you liked it. This, but I think this is like Sad Boys Anthem. Yeah, which I think is why <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, yeah, I don't think I have too much more to add. Um, I wanted to point out every plan is a tiny gift to Father Time. What's this album called? Plans, baby. It's a prayer. <laughs> uh, the, the lines that I pulled out that spoke to me was each descending peak on the LCD took you a little farther away from me. Ooh, oh, just yeah. what, a, what, a, what a tight, fucking uh-huh. visceral imagery. I love it. I love it. You see it, and you also get the gut punch. Yep. Yeah, that's everything else Everything else you covered. I, I just like the haunting, repeating, you know, love is watching someone die, and then the haunting repeating, so who's going to watch you die? Yep. Ooh. Yep. Uh, which I think, uh, so we could go back to the, to the fear, right? There's something interesting there uh, the, at the heart of love. Fear is at the heart of love. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Okay. No, I don't have an answer. But mm-hmm. I but I think there's something that we're playing with there. Now we've got brothers on a hotel bed. So Don't type that into Google. <laughs> Taylor already has. Uh, <laughs> I named that video. Uh, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> uh, let's see. So this is, this song... Is, is heartbreaking. It's very sad. Like it's very sad. It's it's <laughs> it is about these two lovers oh. getting old, but the relationship loses its passion. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we get these lines where it's like clear that they had some like love and like passion and like they were youthful. Right. We've got the youthful boy below who turned your way and saw something he was not looking for, both the beginning and an end, which at this point sounds sweet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds passion and love and. I guess marriage or whatever the hell but then we have like we end up they're the same as brothers on a hotel bed mm. just laying there next to each other because they have to right think about the times that you're laying in a hotel bed next to your brother it's because you couldn't get another bed right? <laughs> and you're traveling and you just gotta you gotta do it but you like have your space there's no cuddling mm-hmm. and you're just like well i don't know about you guys and your brothers uh, but i'm definitely me. not cuddling <laughs> Cousin <laughs> Kissing cousins um, and cousin brothers. Come on down. Disturbs <laughs> uh, <laughs> me. White people. So we've got that. And so it's like, it's sad both narratively, but then we've got like, 
we start with this deep and full piano sound mm-hmm. that I love. Uh, it's also a great shift from like the light and fluffy sound that we have from like flighty is the word I want, not fluffy, but flighty. I got like I because we had we had Sarah kind of dying and or whatever that that the idea of death. And it got light and it got flighty and things were distant and floating away is what I got at the end of like Sarah's song. And so this is like deep piano. And yeah. I was here for that. And then when we hit the brothers on the hotel bed part, the piano has a little repeating run that I love. Like yes, I, I know exactly. and, and I I love that a lot. So yeah, that's that's what I this is just a sad this is like a nightmare. Not musically Personally, yeah. it oh, is yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I got I wrote this the end of the relationship. He says a boy turned around and saw something he wasn't looking for, but the beginning and the end. I think he saw the relationship as a beginning and a way to end his boyhood. Oh, so it's a, it's a beginning. And yeah, end of, of boyhood. That's how I took it. Ooh, I'd buy that. And, and that. then at the end, when he says, you know, you catch yourself in the mirror on accident, not recognizing yourself. Ooh, buddy. Yep. Ooh, buddy. That's it. Yep. Oof. I, Oof. So the only time I've done shrooms, I, I, <laughs> I looked in a mirror. I was told not to look in a mirror. Yeah, I don't. And I, the, the overwhelming thought was, I'm too old. I look too old. Uh, and, and then I couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. Then it was in there. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, had a bad trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's. That's Trip City 101. You yeah. cover all the fucking mirrors. Yeah, because it's just not good. <laughs> um, then the next the next uh, line I have pulled out is, land, even landlocked lovers yearn for the sea like Navy men. Yep. And I was like, okay, so somebody's looking. Speaking of the, the brothers. Right. <laughs> I pulled that line out, too. I was like, somebody's <laughs> looking outside of this relationship. That's for sure. Yep. And I've heard the song a million times, and f- for whatever reason... I always thought he was saying my brother's on a hotel bed, but as soon as soon as I was reading it and it's like it, I, I read like I was like oh my god I fucking get it and it like clicked yep yep and and then heart wrenching leaving the line the last line being I'm not who I used to be just uh, as, just, just as a final like cap yeah. cap to this whole thing ooh yep yeah great the, song. The, if you're afraid of aging this is not the song no. to listen to no. um this is this is not it. I bought this album in college. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yep. Uh, lastly, we have Stable Song. So it starts with some slow and soft strumming. Mm-hmm. Our, our first line is time for the final bout. And I was like, you right. This is the last yeah. song. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, I like verse three, which is uh, suffered a sweet defeat. I'll endure countless repeats. The gift of memories, an awful curse with age. It just gets <sighs> much Worse. Yep. Yep. That's the line yep. I had pulled to. The gift of memory is an awful curse. With age, it just gets much worse. I was like, okay, so I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, so this is going to get worse? Yeah. I'm, this is the best it's ever going to get. The next moment I have, it's making it worse. Yeah. Yep. So that was nice. rough. Yeah. I will say this was probably my least favorite song on the album. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking it was someday we loved her. It was, it, was, it was a stable song. Strong. Both passive listening and close listening. Close listening, I found more that I liked about it. But passive listening, I was like, oh, I don't like this. I would, This is a skippity-doo for me. Okay. I, yeah, I think it was bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the title. <laughs> just, just call it stable. Yeah. If you're going to put a song on your album and call it, like, the, 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 the punching song, 
just call it punching. Leave the song. I know it's a song. Right. We get it. it. We understand. Music. Uh, I, I like the wandering, wistful lyrics. And I said, I feel like I'm in a field at night. <laughs> you know, Jamie White people this. would like that. Jamie says this, but he loves the immigrant song. I do. It's, it's, it's the one he said. But just call it immigrant. <laughs> just call it immigrant. That's all. Okay. okay. Song. Uh, yeah, I pulled out the exact same lyric. And with age, it just gets worse. I, I just wrote, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so that's, that's, um, that takes us through. Yeah, that's Plans that's by, by Death Cab for Cutie. I, so I would say I like the album. Not my favorite. I'd say middle tier for okay. sure in, in the realm of things that we've listened to. But I found some things that I really loved about it, right? There, right. there, there were things that really did excite me. So we love to see that. Uh, let's go. Let's before, <laughs> let's go first with is Beyonce going to brunch and is Death Cab for Cutie coming to the cookout? I don't think there's anywhere Beyonce can't go. Agree. So, I mean, sh- sh- number one, I think, uh, I think there's just a standing invitation for her everywhere. Yes. Uh, Which is this her first solo yes, album? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Would Beyonce at that oh, point in yeah. her career still be? Yes. 100%. Oh, still not. 100%. Uh, so that being said and that joke landing of there being a standing invitation to her everywhere, yeah. that's also why I can't get on board. Mm. You know what I mean? You have to be the person who shuts your door. Wow. I, no, not shuts my door, but just like hates. Not, she's, no. She's the world's best family. What? Always invited in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Like you don't, you don't need me. You don't need me. Uh-huh. Why do I got to be uh, added to the voice of of? You're, of you're just mad that billions. she'll never come to your. Place. I'm not mad. Mm. I'm not mad at anything. Uh-huh. I'm glad she's successful. I'm glad she has her career. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what do you need okay. me for? What do but you she will for? make it to brunch. Absolutely, she'll make it to brunch. She'll yeah. host brunch. I think she'd host. I hope oh, she'd I think host. host a brunch. She'd be the guest star. Like yeah. you'd have brunch. Beyonce walk in, and everyone. Beyonce's at brunch. Everybody, think, <laughs> I feel like she'd have people pick out her honeydew <laughs> from a fruit salad. I don't. I don't think she'd have. Everyone would offer to. Right. <laughs> I don't think she'd have to ask. Yeah. I read that you don't like honeydew. Let me right. get that out. Yeah. Let yeah, me... yeah. <laughs> Yo, so one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Death Cab for Cutie is not coming to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> they are sad. <laughs> Did you look up what they look like? Not at all. Uh, uh, yeah, they're. Oh, so I, sh- I should also tell you, uh, Ben Gibbard was married to. Guess who Ben Gibbard was married to? Make an informed. It's an actress. If Make it's a... another Jennifer Aniston. Type no, 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 no. This is gonna be funny to me because I feel like you can get it. You're gonna, you're gonna oh, know buddy. absolutely nothing. Think about his songs. Think about how he looks. Think about. What actress you could just plop right next to him and be like, oh yeah. Because I'm going to say it and you're going to get mad. I don't know. Mm, no, I don't have it. What was it? I, 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 I okay. need you to tell okay. me. It's uh, Zoe Deschanel. <gasps> no! Three years. They're married for uh, four years. Oof. Yep. Wow, yeah. You're right. I could have gotten yes, it. Yes, I, I could have gotten it. I, I had faith in you. Um, uh, so why not? Why aren't they coming to the... Just because they're too sad? Okay, look well, at them, look at them. Now that I look at them even more, they're definitely not coming. <laughs> <laughs> those are the whitest men I've ever seen. I, those could be any group of white men. And but, any but, group of white men is not invited to the If you pulled up just this picture and tried to guess what band they were, I would have think died. you could. No, I could not. Yeah. And Because they could be any white band. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think... Yeah, that, I, that looks like a group people who are definitely drinking craft beer at a brewery. 
right? Like that is that's what they're doing. Like they came to this photo shoot all wearing plaid, and they made three of them change. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not. And that man, not, that man broke your heart. I, you're right. So uh, no respect. I, mm, <laughs> there are plenty of white people who have broken my heart. Oh. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> Name, not on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're not gonna make it. They, we wouldn't have a problem with them. They 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 could have their picnic uh, somewhere else near yeah. us, okay. uh, and it'd be fine. But they're not invited in. No, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so now we have to have a discussion about which album. Right, 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 right. So I have to shift my body as well as you are also doing that. Um, <clears throat> I know, I know which album I like better. Uh huh. I know which album I feel is better. Uh-huh. That being said, if we can't do what I think we need to do, I am prepared <laughs> to accept that. Because now you feel it. <laughs> this is tough. This is hard. Okay, because we're... we're, we're it's, it's so difficult because she is... Beyonce is so iconic and massive... This okay. The, the the stress you're feeling in your body right now <laughs> is uh, is another reason why I'm like I cannot I cannot be on the side that's making you feel this way where you're nervous to say something negative about her. Are you not? Are you not? No, I'm trying to be true to it, right? Um, because will the the conversation and we have it every every time we have this podcast is the favorite versus best, right? And and trying to figure that out uh because what beyonce did do is a great pop album i agree that is well done so it might be better at what it does okay right than plans Mm -hmm. which one did i like or (laughs) is a different question this is it's hard third trimester thoughts yeah i will go (laughs) i'll go with the one that i liked more Plans. Plans one over Dangerously in Love. I did not see it coming. I do not think that other Beyonce albums will lose to other albums. I'm, I'm <laughs> confident, and I'm, but, I'm, yeah. I'm honest to God hopeful that you're going to give me an album at some point yeah. that's going to reveal, like, that's going to let me peel back. Do do what we do here. Right, right. You'll fucking go we through it with a fine it. comb. Find the little, the little ticks with the, with, with the comb. Yeah. What am I trying to say? Headlights. Yeah. Headlights, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's not good imagery, but, but I like... I like Concrete, going, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no Ben Gibbard. But I like, I, yeah, I like doing those close reads and, and finding depth and finding meaning. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm feeling like we're more about. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. I agree with you. Uh, do you know what my next album is? Yeah. Uh, talking about depth, I'm, I'm going to give you... Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Good Kid, Bad City. Mad City. Mad City. And I will spell it for you and I'll send it to you so you can <laughs> see it. Uh, it's got an interesting spelling. It's mad with two A's. Oh, uh, it's yeah, all yeah, lowercase except for the two A's that are in Matt. So like it's, and got it's it. got periods. So yeah, it's so Good Kid, Mad City. You could type it in with none of that and you'll find it on Spotify. But yeah. Um, Your next album is... <laughs> Is uh, Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. <laughs> I'm scared because of that laugh. All right. Bat Out of Hell. Yeah. Uh, we had, we absolutely positively 
we couldn't we could not do meatloaf and i i listened to it to pre everything i give you i listen to first to preview to see to think like how is this going to land up on for caleb yeah is this going to be painful for him i don't want to do it but what i will tell you mm-hmm. this album is short oh is it okay I don't, so long, I don't know how long. I don't know how long. I think it's like six songs. Oh my god! And okay. they are long, and there is some wacky, oh god. wacky okay. shit. And I just have to. This is, I'm pushing. I'm, I'm pushing a little bit with this. Okay. It's listenable. I I don't think you're going to dislike it by any stretch of the imagination, but you're definitely going to have some what the fuck moments, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm a little worried. Then okay, Good Kid is one of the albums that everyone says. Like when I say I'm doing this podcast, it's one of the first ones. Okay. You know, have you got him? Have you given him Good Kid? Have you give him Mad City? What are you doing? Um, what year did this come out? It came out in 2012. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. It's got depth. I'm not sure it'll be. It might be challenging for you. Let's hear. I'm here for it. It might be. Uh, yeah, because I, I'm trying to think about it. It's hard for me to pretend to listen with white ears, right? Um, because there might be references or thoughts and like thought patterns that you don't know that mm-hmm. you'll have to like key really, into. Yeah. Um, or like he might say something and I go, Oh, that was a clever way to say that, that you might not catch. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm prepared because he's, because he's, he's, he's deep. He's a, he's a conscious rapper. Oh, okay. very much. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. Well, that's, uh, that's going to be wrapping it up before, before we go to our, to our sign off things. Uh, I just want to say to both you guys, so the next time we record, we will not be in this room. I, I will be in Chicago, and you will be elsewhere. Everywhere else. <laughs> uh, so I just want to say thank you to both you guys for uh, making this push with me. And uh, I've wanted to do a podcast for a really, really long time. And just having the two of you support me and support the effort and you know having a weekly thing uh, just really means a lot. And especially with this equipment and the editing yeah. and, and you know your unique voice. Like I, I feel like we got something here. And I'm gonna be really sad. <laughs> oh no, sad oh, boys. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be sad in a, a week from today. No, yeah, I won't be here with you guys. So. When we won't be sitting on this, being sad boys. Uh, but so yeah, so, so what you're not seeing is Jamie's crying. Right I'm, I'm, I'm barely not. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> we all heard the waiver. Yeah, you can isolate that and and do what do what you will with it. But I, I, I'm really thankful. I really yeah. appreciate you guys. That, that I think that's kind of what's really fun about this podcast is we started because we just wanted to have fun with it yeah. like and we've had a lot of fun we're not done we're no but no, like, no no right yeah. but like it, it, our form will change but yeah but, being able to just sit in this room and be like all right let's shoot the shit about yeah. some music and the rest of the cultural implications that exist <laughs> there uh it's been really fun yeah i'm having a great time can't wait to make more episodes by the time you hear this heartfelt thank you he'll have been in chicago for at least a years <laughs> no, well, hopefully sooner than that. Well, I, this is our seventh or something. This is sixth. sixth. So on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then this has been uh, other side of the tracks. My name is Jamie Driscoll. You can follow me on Twitter at the Mister Driscoll. It's M R D R I S K I L L, and follow us on the other side of the tracks on Twitter as well. No, wait, that's not the name. What is it? Other Side Tracks. <laughs> Other Side Tracks Other on Side Twitter. Tracks on Twitter. Yeah. Please. Yep, and I'm Caleb the Negro Artist Rainey. You can find me as the underscore Negro Artist on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, 
And uh, yeah, that's this has been our episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, we've had a blast. Yeah. See you next week. It's going down. It's going down. Either way, you mean to guarantee the going down. Meet me in the trail. It's going down. That's it. Fantastic. <laughs> How long was that?